Hey everybody, thanks for dealing with us in this uh, marathon of a podcast. Decided to cut it into two equal parts. This is episode two of the Rise of Skywalker review. Don't forget to rate us, subscribe to us, all that fun stuff. Thanks for listening. Enjoy part two. What would you think of General Pride? He's in some stuff. He's in Game of Thrones, right? In a couple episodes. Richard E. Grant? Yeah, he's in some stuff. He's in some random stuff. He's been around forever. He's in. He's kind of been getting a bigger career renaissance, but like he was. A, I don't know. Like they introduced like nine new characters, where it's opposed to any of the ones that we already knew before and have learned even more about. I get you have to introduce some new characters, but like Return of the Jedi, they don't really introduce any new characters in Return of the Jedi besides the Emperor and the, the Emperor, Ewoks. Ewoks. Jabba, but Jabba stuff. But you kind of know about him. Heard enough about him. Yeah, there's actually a million fucking characters they introduce, but you don't. But that's like a its own segment. That's well, Return of the Jedi is like a tough one to compare, but like prequels don't introduce a ton of new characters in the final thing where it's like now these people are important. Now it's like what? Like I want to hang out with. Yeah, all the all the players are already there by the third one. You know what you could have done? Okay, we wanted to talk about the Resistance heroes because. We don't get shit from Rose, which sucks. Greg ruined her. Yeah, like, this poor girl just fucking gets the opportunity of a lifetime. Just gets pushed off of Twitter and all social media. And then pushed off of the movie. Pushed off of the fucking movie. And she, yeah, they have a whole scene, which is even more insulting, where she's like, yeah, no, I think I'll just stay here. It's like, she doesn't, and Finn, I guess, isn't even interested anymore. And he wants to tell her a thing, and then J.J. Abrams was like, yeah, by the way, the thing he was going to tell her was that he's Force-sensitive. It's like, how would he fuck it? All that did was cement who everybody's analog is from the original trilogy, and they didn't have to do that. Mm -hmm. They didn't have to say, reveal Poe was a spice smuggler, so now he's the Han Solo. It's like, well, he fucking knew that. And then Finn saying, I'm Force-sensitive, makes him the Leia. It's like, okay. And then Rey, of course, is the Luke. It's like, all right. Yeah. Who's Ben? Yeah. Who's Ben supposed to be? Vader? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing a bit. Uh, it's... Uh... Yeah. Kelly Mir- Yeah. Uh, Mr. Sunday Movies pointed out where it's... I think it was then. Where it was... Rose was a ship expert. She was an expert on Imperial crafts and stuff like that. It's not like at the end of this movie is hundreds and thousands of... Star Destroyers appearance. Well, that's what, that's what they, they throw that away. They throw they say that in a throwaway line. It's like I'm gonna stay here and study Imperial ships. It's like that scene it's in like, what Wet Hot Season Two where it's like oh, I gotta work on these blueprints. Oh yeah, these blueprints. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> or it's the fucking uh, DJ fucking. In the first season of Wet Hot, it's the DJ ski mask, and they just fucking write her, like, have an excuse to not have her in the show or in the movie. It's Pedro Pascal in The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to have the ski mask on the whole time, but trust me, I'm there. <laughs> it's me. I'm, I'm not only in the few scenes. Like, that's, I found that out, yeah, it's not him. He's in it a lot less than people, and it's like, John, I think you It's John me. Wayne's grandson. John Wayne Gacy's grandson. <laughs> Which explains a lot. Um, I don't know. Fucking. I definitely need to see this shit again because it's just so much shit. I do, but I'm also there's so like... much exposition. Yes. 
I'm going to talk about that. It A lot of it feels like that scene in Return of the Jedi where Luke is just like, yeah, Yoda, he's really my dad. And he's like, yeah, Luke, he's your dad for like 10 minutes. <laughs> it's got that energy. The exposition's all off. It's, yeah, because then, the, and then he just talks immediately to Obi-Wan about like the same thing. And he confirms it. Which, the, I mean, this, the reason why that exists is because kids like, wouldn't he, have believed. They said like child psychologists wouldn't believe. Which is interesting, but I. Yeah, that he was his son no which is interesting but that's they like really hammered it down I think in this one my biggest problem was like I felt like they over explained specific things then under explained a whole lot of other shit where it's like what are you doing you know I I, I don't I don't know they um uh, other resistance heroes we didn't talk about uh Dominic Monaghan showing up because he he has He's not one, really in it. He has one moment. So Chewie, Chewie Leia, we talked briefly about Leia's death, which I, this actually was good because this I got, I got emotional. I mean, it was also it was kind of a parallel to Luke's death. He, she, I at least I interpreted it as she projected Han's Some of her essence or something like Han's yeah force projected Han to for practical reasons she wasn't alive. I thought she disappeared scene. before that because she dies. I know. I thought she died after that. I gotta rewatch. That's well, the I thing. Gotta re-watch, I That's the problem. I I thought it was he he has his scene. He turns and then she dies. Yeah, and that was kind of her doing what Luke did in the last, which I liked. I thought that was like kind of a, a good way to send her off. And they, also, it's very sneaky, sneaky over where she'd be like, "Yeah, I know how to get. Them. I can fuck with my son." Yeah, I was kind of playing which it would it it works more if it's her because they set it up in Last Jedi. But obviously, given the circumstances, they couldn't do it. But yeah. Which is unfortunate because it probably would have been an even better scene. But yeah, um, she, yeah, she she uses the the rest of her like life basically to do it and get him to switch and then dies. Because then she like mm-hmm. they do the silhouette where it's like probably a body double. It, and... it killed me that R two was there to watch her go. Yeah, that was like because ah. R two hasn't done jack shit in any of these no. sequel ones. Three PO had his own look. We didn't really talk. Three PO was a fucking highlight. They, so fucking he was really funny. He's him and like, Babu were the MVPs for me. Yeah, him being like, "Oh, you didn't." It's like, "All right, Finn, Ray, you guys good?" It's like, "You didn't say my name, sir." Like, <laughs> but I'm all right. <laughs> uh, I thought they were setting it up that Three PO was going to be some sort of spy because um, he was just like being really annoying, mm-hmm. and he has the red eyes in the trailer. I was like, "Is he going to be the fucking spy during this?" Because I think it's also in the opening crawl. But anyway, back, back to Leia. Well, they, they also undo everything with him, too. Like, he, he gets his memory wiped, and that's, like, kind of sad, because it's like they're kind of killing him, mm-hmm. you know? And then they're like, oh, wait, he's got the backup, don't worry. It's like, he's fucked it into R2-D2's brain, and R2-D2 has to droid fuck him, and then... It's cool, because they both love that. Uh, it would be kind of funny if they didn't... If R2 didn't have a backup of, like, the most recent shit that happened, so he's like... he knows, prequels, he knows He knows, like, what happens in the prequels, and that's it. Or, like, been, up until the sequel. So good, yeah. 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 Um, oh, I hope Luke is all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Luke's dead, but not. What? He just winked at me. <laughs> I really actually liked that last adventure we did. <laughs> like, I thought that was really fun. I thought that was a, quite a fun time. Oh, there's crystal creatures running around, and we're on a salt planet. It was fun. It was a good time, right? Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, other resistance. I, I okay, so. When, when Chewie finding out Leia died was 
harrowing and I didn't want to hear his screams ever again. Him being like, ah, yeah. ah, and he's all sad. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. He gave us the reaction that we kind of never got for Han. Yeah. Which, the fact that it was even reactionary was like annoying, but it was also just like, Jesus Christ, this is heartbreaking. Yeah. But also, it to me, it felt like Chewie breaking down like that was like he was strong through Han's death. He was strong through Luke's, but Leia going was just too much for him. Yeah. And there's a moment where after that, so he almost died. Everyone thought he was dead. And they went... He got tortured. He was clearly in a torture chamber where they were fucking yeah, torturing him. Yeah. And they break him out and he's okay, but they don't really talk about it. Then you think he gets back and they find out Leia dies. So he's having a horrible fucking time. And then for the rest of the movie, he's just kind of sitting like really slumped. And he just looks really sad. And there's one point Dominic Monaghan comes up. He's like, come on, we need you, buddy. And I was just like, oh my God, Chewie's depressed. And Chewie's just depressed for the rest of the movie. And then Ma's giving him the medal makes him so happy I was like the amount of his depression but the come on we need you buddy yeah is so heartbreaking to me because he's so he's clearly he's a depressed depressed Wookiee and I was like that's really sad and like oh, that's his arc for this one it's weird really. it is a weird arc and it's also kind of like it's kind of dark for yeah. a Star Wars movie <laughs> like, was Chewie with Lando and the Falcon or yes okay. yeah yeah uh, I couldn't remember did they throw any por- they didn't throw any porgs in the Falcon right we see Porgs at one point. On the island. Yeah. Which I was like, okay, I, I can get a, I can get behind the Porgs. Kelly had not seen eight, and I was like, oh, and there's Porgs. She was like, look at those. I'm like, you're going to love them. <laughs> and she saw them, she was like, what is that? She, oh, God. That, she was a big fan of the horses, uh, boundaries. Those were cool. I like the horses. The warthog horses were fucking cool. Yeah. Which they just like CG'd real horses, right? That's how they did that. Well, I think sure. they just put weird masks on horses. Oh. Some of that, and a bunch of fur. I don't know if they CG'd them, but I don't know. Some touch ups, maybe. Weird space horses. There's even a cool set piece where they were running around on the outside of a Death Star. That was cool. Star Destroyer. Like, That's cool, but it's. It was. I, I didn't care at that point. I was like, this is this is not good. <laughs> I think the Mr. Sunday Moves review was just like, just turn the ship on its side. He's having off fall off. I was like, mm. <laughs> yeah um, um yeah I, I would have if they were gonna go there they should have just had a fucking Darth Sidious the lightsaber duel like fuck it let's just have him make the weird faces again and <laughs> and then someone made, brought up a good point though that Rey did have similar moves to him in, even in Force Awakens she did similar lightsaber fighting styles hmm. which I was like it's a stretch but Fine. okay I if think we want to go there, they shouldn't have made it made her anybody. Making her at the end say, "I'm Ray Skywalker." It, it's a fucking eye roll. It's bad. I was just over it. I was like, this movie feels like it's seven hours long. Yep. I was like, but what did we learn? What was this one about? Star Wars is always about family and legacy, <laughs> but like, what what was everyone's journeys in this one about? Like Finn now is, I guess, force sensitive. <laughs> And Ray is officially good. And Ben sacrificed himself, which I liked. I did. I liked that he died because it's like we're not going to try to explain away his turn, right? Like we're not. No, he's, <laughs> you know, they have to do that like cartoon and anime thing where now he's evil, but now everyone has to just be cool with working with him. Yeah, it's like uh, he killed a shitload of people and let like the resistance die but he's good now so yeah. cool let's talk about hooks oh, 
I loved Hux. I loved Hux. I would I really would have loved if he was just like a back and forth, like a use him like fucking Ray Weinstone in Crystal Skull. Like he just keeps going back and forth. Like keep him around. Why not? Why not have him around? Have him reveal not himself to be the traitor, and then like give him another moment because killing him off immediately was just like okay. I, I, there was another review I heard where it felt like there, and I agree with this. Where it felt like. They were like, well, he's not scared. He's not threatening anymore since the last Jedi made him kind of a punching bag. And it's like, well, use it. That's fine. Lean into it. Lean into it. And you can make him the, because again, him being like, I don't care if the First Order, he's like, I don't care if the Resistance wins as long as Kylo Ren loses. It's like, that's interesting. Though the best moments in 8 is when he goes for his gun when Kylo's on the ground when he's in the throne room. And then he's just, then he, like, he's like, whoop. (laughs) What the fuck happened, man? Like, what, what? What? <laughs> There's like a dude who got thrown into this turbine. And I insisted we put railings up on this. He scattered so all over the room. So There's his head. So we're going to get fucking slammed in violations over here. His fucking Snoke's hands are still on his armrest. <laughs> it's just legs. It's just legs and hands. Legs. And then his body is on the fucking floor. It's so fucking good. And most of this curtain is on fire. This was a curtain? I didn't even know. I thought we were in a red room. You know how hard it was to find 100 feet size curtains? And make sure that the color just stayed consistent. It's really hard to do a dye job like this. (laughs) We had to go to the dye planet of Fabrica. (laughs) Their chief export is dyes. It actually was one of the reasons why the Galactic Civil War happened. Couldn't export their dyes and get the head of the blockades. Clone so troopers used to we're bring it back. We're bringing back the trade disputes. You thought that was a thing in the past? Apparently, in the big shot of all the ships, there's a trade federation donut ship. Isn't that crazy? That would be cool if they did that. No, there like, apparently is one. I want to see. I want. I want to get that like blown up and like look at every little fucking. Because didn't didn't they say like they broke? They tried to break the record for most ships in a shot again. Because like Return of the Jedi had it, and then apparently like interesting. Firefly or one of those shows broke it. Oh, there's a moment in the in Serenity where there that like, might be it. There's it like been a big Serenity. battle and they have to like fly through and they're disguised and stuff. I haven't seen Serenity's a good movie. I haven't seen. I don't think you I've ever seen, seen it. it? No. Have you ever watched Firefly? No. I was talking to somebody who's watched Firefly but hadn't seen the movie and I can't remember who that was. I think that was it though. They broke the record from Return of the Jedi and then How this one Sith apparently. Not? Maybe just in the not opening. A, it's like the numbers like in the thousands though, so it's like or like Even hundreds. In, you know, probably did an Ender's Game. Ender's Game is all about like weird swarms of like hundreds and thousands. Harrison Ford's like, oh, I need the most amount of ships. Like Star Trek it. Beyond because they attack like that swarm. I maybe those are drones though. Like I'm, I think they're talking like piloted ships or something. I don't know. It's who cares? Here's the thing. It's all made up anyway. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. It's all made up um, anyway, but. If you liked anything Luke did on Octo and you thought it was good, you're a fucking loser. It just felt so weird. It felt so... Everything felt awkward. It felt like J.J. didn't know how the fuck to direct this movie or he just didn't care. And Chris Terrio and him were not on the same page or... Why? Why Terrio? I... Maybe he's cheap. Like You know what? (laughs) You know, like... What was Trevorrow going to do? He's never going to talk about oh, Trevorrow. Oh my god. Donated all of his money that he was going to get from this anyway. Like he already donated. He's getting some cut because of Was it a producer or something? He got some sort of credit. 
Where it's like, where he's like, his... de- like we're guaranteed in his kind of smart move. Yeah, I he... respect that. Like, I actually respect that a lot. I mean, like, yeah. don't profit off of this movie. <laughs> no, and like if whatever and because of your piece of shit or whatever, he sucks. But I don't fucking know. We'll see. Would well, it better? Like <laughs> that's that's the question. That's what I'm asking. Where I'm just like release the Trevor real quick. <laughs> We don't we don't have enough toxic fandom yet on the internet. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just yeah. I just can't believe how much they went back on eight. Someone brought up a good point. Every one of these new movies, including the uh, spinoffs, is trying to fix something that the last movie or previous movies perceived did. to have yes perceived problem fix. I say fix with quotes because it doesn't need fixing. Like. Rogue One fixes the plot hole of the hole in the ship uh, for some reason that didn't need to be a thing. Plot hole. It's just a... It's an exhaust board. (laughs) And then Solo does... Solo just explains a character that doesn't need to be explained and it cheapens the character. The frustrating ship computer of the (laughs) Millennium Falcon? Also, I finally... I did watch all of Fleabag. Oh! And loved it. Dude, Fleabag... So good. Welcome back to Fleabag Talk. Uh... She's writing uh, No Time to Die. I know. I'm so fascinated to see that movie now. Yeah. She's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, She's probably going to write some really good female characters in that show. That's probably what it is. Also, watch Knives Out and you're going to be really hyped for it. Uh, the Daniel? For, oh, Anna Darmus. I've been a fan of her since Knock Knock with Keanu Reeves. I saw that. It's bad, but it's good. Like I was, I liked the two of them. It's, it's. I mean, it's, it's Eli Roth, yeah. And Um, and Keanu Reeves doesn't really have range per se. So, what are you good girls doing here? (laughs) That's his range. When he he just loses it at the end, it's it's fucking hilarious. I think I've seen clips where he's like, Ah, it's free fucking pizza. (laughs) (laughs) He's caging. There. Oh yeah, it's full. It's it's good for that. We saw it at Sundance and it was amazing. We were oh, like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> that's, that's good. That's a good thing to see with yeah. that group. Yeah, everyone college. laughed at it. Yeah. yeah, that's what you want. It was really fucking fun. And I was like, it was probably my favorite movie. <laughs> Fleabag, though, I think I had probably told you. I tell everybody to watch it because yeah. season two is incredible. And I'm like, I, but there's it's a hard one to sell on people because that show it's six episodes. It's a hard sell because you want to talk about like. The last episode. Because it's like the last two, three minutes of the season one repaints everything that happened before. Yeah. And it's so hard to be like, this is why you should watch it. But it's like, you you can't up until... You have to just watch it. It's so good. Mm -hmm. But you also can't say too much. Because I think the ending is like so important. Of the first season? mm -hmm. What? what, Remind me again. Spoilers for Fleabag. Fleabag, yeah. Um, uh, I feel like I should... Be muted. I'm just gonna mute it because I don't want to ruin Fleabag for people. Yeah, we're, so we're gonna. I'm leaving that. We leave that silence. <laughs> um, it's really hard to sell people on season one of Fleabag. It, I feel like unless you kind of know where it's going, and I feel like even saying that to people is even too much. Because then season two is the best direction it could go in, which is well, what's season two about? Why should I watch season two? Well, have you seen season one? No. I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. Well, season two is, it takes the main character and it gives her, it's a love story, but she's trying to date a priest. Yeah. And it's like, only if you've seen season one do you know how good of an idea that is. Yeah. And I watched that all of season two on a fucking plane. I cried at the end because it's perfect. And she doesn't want to do another season. Which is fine. The final shot is 
I'm looking back at the camera, she's basically she's like, I don't need you anymore. It's fucking spoilers. It's fucking so good. Ooh. It's great. It is it is a great show, and I'm really excited to see what she does she, whatever she does next on. I need to watch Killing Eve Kill, Killing Eve she writes oh she, that's so. right the Netflix show or is it Netflix or BBC TV? Hulu yeah that's what it was it's supposed to be great the first two seasons are great and yeah. the main person in Killing Eve is Ray's mom Jodie Cormer or something like that doesn't matter the seven seconds we saw of her and in... yep um fucking they should have gotten Joel Edgerton and whoever played <laughs> Fine. That's even sure. a better excuse. They had a kid. Yeah. Um, I think Joel Edgerton. I, I've said this before, but I want the Obi Wan show to be Obi Wan in exile on Tatooine, and him and Owen Lars go on an adventure together. Which is why Owen's just like, don't. Yeah, he's just a crazy old man. He's a crazy old man. Like, yeah. They went on this crazy fucking thing, and he was like, "All right, fine. Thank you for the help, but never bother me again." Like something happens where he's like. It can be kind of comedic, but it can also just be like never fucking. I but I also don't want it to be too connected to Star Wars. Not like, either to, the, uh, to Luke. But if it's like a thing where he's just kind of like a silent guardian of Luke and the Baru family, hmm? or Baru, Baru, the Lars family. Yes. Yeah. And Baru's and Baru. Yeah, I don't know. Ah. I don't know. Fucking Star Wars. It's just this. It is really disheartening that this is how it ended. Yep. Like, Return of the Jedi, for all its flaws, still is, like, pretty satisfying. It's that middle 40 minutes is really bad. Yeah. And then opening Jabba stuff, awesome. Great. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, 40 minutes. And then there's, like, 40 minutes of them getting the Vader explanation, setting up the Ewoks, and it's, like, basically speeder bike chase on, I'd mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Once you get past them explaining Star Wars to all the Ewoks... I think it's once the third act kicks in and it's like the, once the final stage is set they're like this is what we're doing for the next Luke's on the fucking Death Star and Lando and everybody's doing the assault on the Death Star 2 yeah and then everyone else is on the ground in Endor and it like cuts back between everything pretty well it's perfect it's a great third act it's gangbusters yeah it's, it's there's a lot going on but it, it's just and it's, enough and it's wildly different things too you have like fucking teddy bears fighting empire on a fucking forest planet you have space battle the biggest space battle at the time and also for a very long time after that and then fucking luke invader luke invader and emperor. And emperor. <laughs> it's like it's great well and this it, has every ship from star wars ever assaulting a million death stars it's it's so needlessly big yeah, and it's, and it, ma- it makes the story so small and also has, like, the biggest, like, yeah. set piece. And it's like... It's not even a good set It doesn't set make piece. sense. It's it's like... It's not a good set piece. No, it's not. It wasn't good action scene. No, I, it's like, I see... don't feel anything. This is fucking I was nonsense. like, oh no, Greg Gruenberg! Yeah, that was a bummer. I was like, eh. Apparently, he was kind of the Wedge of the new Well, ones. Wedge is apparently his father-in-law in the books. Who gives a fuck? But anyway... <laughs> Anyway, like, he's an Antilles. Where it's also just like Wedge was like a minute too late. You know what I mean? Like, oh, there's that yeah. where it's like, I guess that's sad. You know who I like and I would have loved more from? That one alien pilot who's in all three of them. Oh, with the big, like, no, yeah, he, snout kind of he's thing? He's the um, Beastie Boys. His name is some reference to the Beastie Boys because J.J. Abrams. But <laughs> that guy, I like that guy. And he's got a cool design. He's got a classic design. I really like it. He is. He's practical, um, mm-hmm. I think, for the most part. Yeah. Um, I would have liked an Unker plot 
cameo. Man, I really wanted it. You know what? Yeah. You know where it would have fit if I if I was doing it when that star destroyer was crashing down on Jakku for him to be like, <gasps> like somehow it's a happy ending for Unkar Plutt. There's <laughs> another one. He's like, yes. <laughs> He's like, quarter. Find the first person to bring me that reactor gets a full <laughs> quarter portion. Oh, wait. Uh, shit. I need to. I'm, I'm trying to find his BC Boys guy. How great was it when the Emperor became the Emperor again and he got refueled and his fingers regrew? Um, Snap Wexley was Greg Roberg. It's actually his... a great fucking name. Yeah. Uh, how great, though, was it when the Emperor had his weird Dracula costume? <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was like, his prequel's weird. I'm like, it's so funny. He's got like the regal costume. His eyes are really glowing. It's kind of creepy. Wait, is this... Regal. I'm so sorry. Regal. What if Nuke Gunray, or like any other... Oh, ew, J.J. Abrams was the voice of Dio? Yeah, did you not know that? I didn't know that. Fuck you, J.J. J.J. was the voice of Dio... And Finn was supposed to say he was Force-sensitive, and the Emperor's message went out in Fortnite. Again, everything I read about this movie afterwards, I was like, fucking mad. Everyone's credited as a Knight of Ren. All the Knights of Ren. That's annoying. Whatever. I can't find the dude's name. So they didn't even name them in the movie? No. Why was one of the fucking things at the Regal not... New gun right, but why was one of the things at the Regal the a fucking Knights of Ren collectible cup? Like what? Money. Was it this even? Is, I have to look up the name. I liked. I don't even remember the thing I said. I think Trugden. Trug. T r u d g e n. Trugden. 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 Jesus Christ! Do you want to? Can I just read this fucking Disney.fandom.com wiki on the Knights of? It's not even Wikipedia. Uh, Wicket W. Warwick? Warwick Davis was in it as Wicket? Apparently, yeah. I didn't see him. They didn't uh, show him in the main fucking J-dubs. I forgot about John Williams. I was about Williams. to say, yeah, John Williams has a cameo. I was just going to say that. It's just... Uh, uh, it's kind of like the Tar scene extended into a full movie. I guess. it, Dude, it felt... I'm like, did J.J. Abrams just like become a coke addict and do this movie like it's like all the worst of jj abrams yeah it's it's the most jj abrams movie of the three obviously but like it's all of his bad shit yeah it might be his worst movie oh it is like right like what, what else is he directed super eight's good yeah. enough i'm looking uh, up jj's imdb also, like, I think we're winding down on this because I think we're both just like over it. I'm over it. I, it's a thing where when I was hanging out with Kelly, I was just like, I just don't fucking care anymore. Like, I, she was just like, yeah, anything else Star Wars? I was just like, I'm done. What? He's gonna JJ Abrams' next thing is he's gonna be creative director on a video game called Spy Drinks. Open that in a new tab. We'll circle back to that. <laughs> All right, let's look. Felicity right. lost. Felicity, he only apparently directed. Two episodes. Probably the pilot. Only two episodes. Oh, no, not even. Two episodes of Lost is what he directed. Mm-hmm. Then Alias, he only directed five episodes. But again, he was like showrunner and all that stuff, um, I'm guessing. Um, yeah. He guest directed an episode of Jimmy Kimmel. But his first movie was Mission Impossible 3, which, of course, at the time, was the highest budget given 
to any director, any first-time first director. director. He directed an episode of The Office? Yes, I do remember that, actually. It's crazy. He did Star Trek, which is great. He's made four Star Wars movies now, basically. This is... Into Darkness is bad. I think this is yeah. worse than Into Darkness. Oh, yeah. Into Darkness is pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Because Into Darkness at least has, like, a great... There's there's one or two moments... There's a couple things in Into Darkness that are actually great. I think the, the ship destruction, the Enterprise destruction sequence is great. Mm. There's a sequence that I've talked about before where it's all piano music, and then the guy bombing the Starfleet base basically where like Khan gives him a ring oh yeah in the beginning yeah where or like the, right after the opening sequence where you find out like his daughter's sick and it's all visuals and it's just Giacchino just doing a piano score and it's really really good and it, mm, anyway. <laughs> did Star Trek he apparently did some sort of AR ARG Star Trek game super, um, super 8 Anatomy of Hope which is a TV movie he apparently directed Super 8 Star Trek Into Darkness Star Wars Episode 7 The Force Awakens Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. He really hasn't directed a lot. What the fuck is Spy Jinx? And then this TV movie he did one time. Spy Jinx the is a unique mix of action strategy gameplay, dynamic world building, and RPG character development, all set in a thrilling, treacherous world of espionage. That's interesting. Sure. Anatomy of Hope is a medical drama based on the lives of cancer patients, based on Jerome Groupman's The Anatomy of Hope, colon, How People Prevail in the Face of Illness, directed by J.J. Abrams. What? I've never heard of this. this I feel like it's the thing that would come up more. Um, Chris Messine is in it, and Joey King. And yeah. Is J.J. Abrams a good director now? Star Trek 2009 is great. Super, he just doesn't know third acts. This movie's all third act, and he can't fucking deliver. That's my end of JJ. I, yeah. I just... Uh, I'm not going to... I'm not going to get this one. That's, I think, the thing that's... I might just because I'm a completist... But I, all right, I'm gesturing to my <laughs> my Blu-rays over here. Uh, yeah, that's true. Having it, knowing it's going to be on Disney Plus in probably March is probably yes. I'm doing Harrison Ford points at Sean because yeah. Last Jedi just got put on there today, right? Like today, yeah. I think. Um, but like this, I'm like looking at my fucking Blu-rays and shit, and like there's a couple like I've. Jurassic Park Trilogy and then I have Jurassic World I don't have Fallen Kingdom but as you know it was on sale one time on Amazon Prime Video and I for like six bucks and I was like I remember I was texting you I was like fuck am I about to do this and then I did it and I was like well Sean I did it and you're like are you okay I'm like <laughs> not happy about it not happy about it um I got all the Hobbits extended cause I'm a fucking idiot I have every fucking Wachowski movie um I have most of Denis Villeneuve stuff Ooh. I have like Dune's gonna be up next. I can't fucking wait for Dune because that's I don't know the source material, but he has a lot of people, and somehow they gave him I think a Blade Runner twenty forty eight budget for it for two movies, and he did not make that money back at all. Yeah, but he won some Oscars, so I think that has something to yeah, say about I, that, it. That, that's a movie that's gonna be a. It'll take time, but I think people 
I don't know. It's I'm well, just Blade, happy that movie exists. Well, Blade Runner wasn't even successful at the time, so and I, I don't think as many people like Blade Runner as people think they do. Oh yeah, no, you Blade know Runner's I mean? a hard watch. Yeah, it's it's see, there's some stuff that's aged poorly. I think we've talked about it before. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> Harrison Ford just like is kind of rapey. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> and it's also just kind of boring. It is. The right? new one's kind of boring, but I think in more interesting ways. It's like a slow burn. I don't love a fucking. It's like Doctor Sleep, which we talked about briefly. I haven't seen it yet. Doctor Sleep's gonna it. have a three-hour director's cut. Ad Astra was a good slow burn. My brother watched that on his flight back from Hong Kong. He was like, "Yeah, I watched Ad Astra." I'm like, "What'd you think about that?" He's like, oh, "I liked it." I was like, "It's an and they're good." I, like, I think a coworker of mine watched and he was like, "Oh, I thought it sucked." I was just like. Well, first of all, me and him never agree on anything. And I was just like, dude, we." I think I followed up where I was like, we literally never agree on any of these. It's like old movies we agree on. Anything new, he mostly thinks sucks. Um, mm-hmm. But it's in a way where it's just like he's saying it sucks. And it always feels like it's like in a way it's, it's it almost feels like an attack whenever he does it. Where it's just like, I know you liked this, but I think it sucked. And I was just like, I don't care then. Like, <laughs> this isn't a conversation we need to have. Yeah, yeah. But you lo- and then I'm always just like, you genuinely love the Resident Evil movies. <laughs> and look, look, I loved Cats, all right? <laughs> this is all, I, I forget where I was going, but I really just want to yell at you about why I liked Cats more than The Rise of Skywalker. Have I formally said, Sean, that I think Cats was better than Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker? No, but I think you just did. I just did. Okay, cool. So here we are. We're in the Cats segment of this podcast. Fuck, We're going to hold some stuff back. God damn. I saw Cats with like 20 people. A bunch of us went. That's Knowing it was going to be insane. Yeah. Context there. My jaw was dropped. I think the posters should just say jaw dropping. That should be what it says. It should just be jaw dropping. It should the the crux of it shouldn't be that you think this is going to be good. It should be look at this. <laughs> look at this fucking disaster. Look at this fucking disaster. Exactly. Um, With so many famous people in it, and I think Judy Dench and Ian McKellen are truly good in it. Well, yeah, because they're probably just good at anything. Really. Ian McKellen is Gus the theater cat, and his whole deal is that Ian McKellen is his cat performance, number one. That's all I'm going to say. His cat performance is holy shit good. Because uh, he probably does the most cat-like things throughout. But his whole thing is supposed to he's supposed to be like an old cat that just yeah. lived in a theater, but he's also an old theater, theatrical actor, and who's like an alcoholic. So his whole song's about just like if you if you pick up the bill at the bar, I'll just tell you all these entertaining stories of all these like plays and shit I did. And it's Ian McKellen doing this, where it's like this is truly good. Um, okay. But it's a movie where I was like watching, and I was like, oh, this is pretty good. When is it gonna just completely fuck itself over? Because that's the whole movie. It's insane. Um, like, when is this gonna fall apart? Yeah, because it, it's a movie where it's like, oh, that was actually a pretty good decision. And then. Immediately after, it will do something completely horrible. In the beginning of Rebel Wilson's number is truly indescribable. (laughs) And if you ever see it, you'll know. Um, I'm trying to be as vague as possible about some of these things. But hers, in the first like 20, 30 minutes, who can say how much time passed during Cats? Um, There's two different songs about cats that are big and fat. (laughs) Is it James Corden and Rebel Wilson? Yeah. <laughs> and they're both delightful because it's just like, this is so fucking stupid. 
<laughs> like James Corden's so funny looking. It's, uh, but true. Okay, so Rise of Skywalker is all decisions based off of like fear and security and shit like that, which like I heard about going into it, but it's very evident as you're watching it where they're just like because they're rejecting so much of what came before. Where does that lead them? Palpatine. Like, there's nothing else they can do. They can't do anything new because they fucked themselves over. Yeah. Like, yeah, we gotta do whatever. Um, Instead of having the balls to just fucking go dude. with it. And that's what Cats did. There's a ten minute about, I think it was like a ten minute just straight up dance sequence in Cats that happens about halfway through. And from that point on, I was like, you know what, I think I'm into this. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Because it was like, everyone's committed. Yeah. Everyone's given 100%. Yeah, because a lot of the actors are like theater or ballet people where it's just like, I don't even know who some of these people are, but they're great. Well, wasn't, didn't they, isn't it like kind of segmented, the story? Like, the story is not existent. It's, it's just like different fits. than the play. Yeah. It's, it's literally just like, I'm a new cat. I the basic Here's my song. Here's my dance. Here's my song. Here's my dance. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. It. It's all in song form. Uh, oh my God. It's fucking wild. <laughs> But there's like a weird fun energy to it, I think. But like the dancing sequence, I think, is actually great. Because it's. Although it's also insane, because sometimes cats wear sneakers and sometimes they don't. Is that just them not CGIing the feet? Or is it like an actual choice? Well, they they released a new cut that had finished special. I don't think most people saw the old cut. Did you see the old cut? We don't know. And I I couldn't tell you. They were just like, they said you could see Judy Dench's just hand. Like, they didn't do her hand in some shots. Apparently we saw it, but I couldn't. Dude, the amount of insane things that you see. I want to spoil one thing. Okay. And I will say nothing more. So we know that there's CGI cat human people in the mm-hmm. movie, right? They're not the only animals that are in the story. Oh, God. Is there dogs? I'm assuming. There's got to be a dog. I'll ruin this so as to not get your hopes up. There is a dog that starts barking at them off screen and then we never see it. And all I wanted... And it's a movie that's campy enough where it's like... It's characters are like holding back a door. They're like, oh no, no, we gotta go. And then they get out of there. It's why they didn't cut back to the door bursting open. And then a big dog person comes in and... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then we never... Then cut away. Where there's just this one insane campy horror that we have to see for like three seconds. And then it's like, what the fuck was that? Because <laughs> there's enough other things that happen that are like that. Yeah. I think it's a good, bad movie in the sense that every ten minutes or so... Here's a new horror for you to experience. That's insane. <laughs> and it's like, why would you make these choices? And it's like, well, whatever. On to the next thing anyway. Um, I mean, that's kind of Rise of Skywalker in a, in a roundabout way. Here's a new I, horror for you to experience. <laughs> but in different ways. No, it's, it's like actually just horrifying to watch. It's like, more disappointing. This yeah. is just ill-conceived from the get-go. But people are still committed. And like, it's a... Well, because it's it's easier when like like Tommy Wiseau, he's clearly committed to the movie, and that's why the room is great because yes. it's not half-assed. It's he's given it his all, and it's just a complete misfire. And everyone else is like, every way. Everyone else is weirdly committed to that movie. Yes, no one's doing a good work, but everyone's just like, you know, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, getting paid. The underwear. <laughs> I watched that recently. A friend of mine had a party, and we watched it, and I got like sucked in, and I stayed until the end. I, like, I gotta see him fuck the dress. <laughs> It's been a while since I've seen the room, and the scene where he fucks the dress is so insane. Why, Lisa? Why? God, forgive me. It's about the room. It's 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 a space. But that's the thing. It's like that's why I think you're right. I, I haven't even seen it, but like if they're all committed, it makes it better because. Mm-hmm. 
like Rise of Skywalker felt kind of half-assed. Like it just didn't seem like it had the same energy behind it. It seemed like people just were kind of deflated after Last Jedi, like not doing as well financially, and it still made a billion dollars. Still right? made a billion dollars, cool. but okay, like the That's... Force Awakens made like a billion more than That's true. But the Last Jedi. So much more. <laughs> There was a lot more it's hype behind it, but like, no, I'm I'm just saying, like, it just it didn't feel like they gave a shit anymore. Yeah, apparently like, there's an interview where where it was Carrie Russell and Oscar Isaac, and they were like, okay, what do you think? Like, do you, any hope of you continuing your characters with a Disney Plus show? And Oscar Isaac goes, nope. And then Carrie Russell's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, I love you, and he's just like, nope. So he and then just, just like, looking at the interview, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, nope, I'm no done. No fucking way. Yeah. Or it's just like they were done. Yeah, they're done. Ugh. It's very Spider-Man three. Does he do you think this has Spider-Man three problems? Which is where it's yes, just, it's that one where you're just kind of like, well, where do you go with it? And they revert back to the first one. Well, it's it, yes, and also like where it's just like something just feels off, and it, where you, there's something happens early enough where you're like, oh, what's going on here? Like it, it's it was the hyperspace jumping where you're just like. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's off-putting. Like, there's a lot of shit in this movie. That's I, I too made much this, too soon. I made this face multiple times. I was like, mm. like what? Like I almost couldn't. I had to like look away, and I was like, what is what is fucking happening right now? Yeah, and I felt bad because I was like, I brought somebody who's not a big fan of these. <laughs> like, I was just like, oh god. <laughs> At least we were on the same page. Where I was like, that was fun. It's bad. I really want to go see it again. That I don't know why. Is that what we're doing after this? Because we keep talking about it. We'll check out times and just be mad. I do. I don't know if we can talk about it more after. Cause what no, is I, that would actually be kind of cathartic, though. Yeah, we should if you just... want to see cats. <laughs> look, I look. I got. I don't know how many words. Definitely not going to be sold out. That's for sure. I don't know how many words I'm about to say to you, Sean. But I'm going to say the following amount of words. Skimble Shanks, the railway cat, is. The highlight of the film. <laughs> it's a tap dancing number, and it's fucking great. Corridor crew, corridor crew, in one of their videos talks about Ex Machina and how there's one shot in it that's the most complicated shot, and it's uh, Alicia Vikander to murder herself, Lara Croft holding up, a, <laughs> holding up a um, a drawing, and they're like, "This is the most complicated shot in the movie," and she doesn't do it. She's holding a drawing, but it's like a 16 second long shot. They're talking about how. She's holding still, but there's all the micro movements in your body that are like going and stuff like that, and they had to like you know CG. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Because you're, it's not like a still photo, but like yeah, you're you know hovering and you're moving maybe two or three pixels at a time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Apply that to cats, where it's all professional. It's all a hundred million dollar movie, so it's the best dancers money can fucking buy, and the choreographer of Hamilton combined with a special effects show that has never necessarily been done before. Where they're just painting up. I don't even know if people were in mocap suits. Like they have. I think they put them in her fur. They like put them in fur suits. So they they did like rotoscope like painting. It doesn't make any sense because as I'm watching, I'm like, they should have spiked Jones this for where the wild things are and like done a combo like do CGI faces because then otherwise like when they move their faces are like. That's what it is. It it's like weird. Like it's not. Like, it's like Mysterio. It's like. Hold up, why is my hand? <laughs> it's like not caught up. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's that bad. It's not like completely like off, but yeah. it's just enough where it just feels like faces it. are floating on weird fucking body. Holy shit. 
It's such a horny movie. I heard that. I heard like everyone's fucking in that movie. Oh yeah. Apparently the play is somehow hornier, but like there's <laughs> here's the thing. There's one of the songs near the end is Mr. Mustopheles. Uh there's a thing that happens in it where I truly wanted to sing along to the movie. I truly wanted to sing along to it. I'm not doing a bit. Where it got me. It got me. Where eventually I was just like, you know what? Settle it. <laughs> Where it's like, this is so insane and so misguided, but like Ian McKellen's there and he's putting in a good performance, which is insane. And like, oh God, dude. everyone's fucking committed, but I was just, it's more than I can say about Star Wars, where Star Wars, I was just like, Bleh. this I was just like, <laughs> I couldn't look away for a lot of it. Truly, I was literally like, <laughs> there's a one shot that I, it's during the Rebel Wilson one, which again is truly indescribable, where the camera's like following something and then it goes swoop and it spins upside down in a way that just looks bad. I was like, what is that? It just literally did like a flip motion in post. Basically. I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I like, I, but again, somehow it won me over at some point where I was just like, this is bad, but in a way where I was like, I had so much more fun with that. In a way, where it's just like this is all bad choices, but they're all confident choices. <laughs> I think that's my problem right now, where it's like Doctor Sleep was slow, but most of it was like confident choices, up until maybe the stuff in the Overlook. All that stuff I was like less into, but it, it felt more like it had to do all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see the director's cut, which is coming out of Doctor Sleep, which is 30 minutes longer. Oh so shit! Straight up three hours. Oh, I'm like I'll probably get the visual of that. I just <sighs> fuck. I, yeah, I think my brain's fried. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna end this before, yeah. I, before I lose my mind. Well, we're at two forty-one. Jesus. Yeah, um, I'm just trying to think. Well, I wanted to ask you one other thing. This would be a whole other topic. I'm just throwing it out there, and your okay. brain's fried. No, let's, uh, I can. I, I can want do to it on end topic. on a high note. Okay. Watchmen finale thoughts. <sighs> Real good, so right? Good. That, that cliffhanger. Good. Are they doing a season two? I know. I don't even think that's a cliffhanger, man. I don't yeah. want a season two. What's season yeah. two going to be? A trial of Ozzy? She's got Manhattan powers, maybe or not. Maybe she just dies. That'd be crazy. She dies. I think. I. I. I think either way, it's interesting. Where I think the show really sets it up where her foot can just go, just right into the pool, mm-hmm. or she step because it looks like she's turning blue but it's also the reflection of the water against her foot yeah and thinking about it like that uh what's her name regina king regina king she um thinking about it she would look great in the makeup as presented that dr manhattan like looked Mm -hmm. like she would fucking look the part Mm -hmm. which is great uh but that final episode i watched and i was like cheering i haven't been moved like the last time I had like actively basically been yelling at the TV while watching something was the bad Battle of Bastards for wrong reasons. Mm. Rise of Skywalker was season eight. Uh, oh, for sure. Cool. Um, we probably could have just said that and then saved ourselves two hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of true. It's kind of true. The Knights of Rand are Cleganbol. Um, but yeah, Clegamble. Yeah. No, I think Clegamble is like a palpy shooting the lasers into the sky. <laughs> He's just jizzing lightning. That's really all that was fucking. It. I can't. Like... I can't read it any other way. Yeah, he's he's been he's been holding out on the force for so long. He's been he's been storing it up, and then he just explodes. 
It also felt like he was just like, isn't everyone going to be so excited I'm back? And that's like, I wish he had someone to talk to where it's like, well, they don't really remember you. They don't remember me. Like, that's from something, but I don't know. It's like a Mel Brooks movie or something. <laughs> Young Palpenstein. Um, <laughs> it's a fucking movie. But, uh, <sighs> fucking Watchmen, though, was like. I loved it. I was so into that show. I laughed. It was like 1140. And when I was watching it, it was like late on like a Sunday because I didn't watch it right as it aired. I was cooking. I think I was cooking. Um, and then uh, when the fucking racist who was trying to turn himself into Dr. Manhattan was stripping and he was like getting ready to go into the machine that he thought was going to give him the powers and he was wearing the little the thong, I was like, oh, oh, like so loud and it was so fucking late. And I was just like, I guffawed so hard. <laughs> that racist in a thong. And a fucking thong. thong in the Manhattan thong. It was so funny. And then uh, it just gets like liquefied. Liquid, <laughs> you know, warm liquid cool face. <laughs> yeah, that would, that like, uh, it was, I can't wait to watch it again. I'm, that's something where I will actually think get the physical release. Like, mm-hmm. that was good enough where I'm like, it's on HBO Go, but I want a thing of it because mm-hmm. I loved it. Like, I fucking loved it. Yeah. And the PDPedia articles, if you read those in between episodes, uh, they had the whole Wikipedia, like the website. That oh yeah, yeah. They reveal who the Lube Man was. Lube Lube Man never made another appearance. Uh, and that's the thing. Like season, t- I really don't want a season two. I think this. It'd be a good one off. I also think Damon Landolf off. will probably screw it up. He's already said he doesn't have an idea. He's like, I don't want to really do a season two. Oh, okay, then don't. Because like, oh god. Because what would it be? It would just be like trot, like Ozzy's trial. Yeah. Mister Sunday Movies was talking about it, where they were like, maybe Night Owl in prison, and I was like, that'd be fine as a weird spinoff, but not. It'd be like three episodes, and I don't fucking care. But because they, they confirm that he's a lot in Pedipedia, he they explain why Laurie kind of got put into the FBI and mm-hmm. night like they murdered the Oklahoma City bomber or something like that oh shit yeah they got like caught doing that um so Night Owl was in prison and then she got like pointed to the FBI or something like that where it's like that'd be interesting to see Night Owl in prison and you can probably tie that into an Ozymandias trial but I don't need to see it because it's where we're at right now and like the world it was actually nice that 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 show was like liars in power got like they got their what was coming to them. Mm-hmm. Like the people who were downtrodden by like the powers that be over time were trying to like push back against there was a lot. There was just a fucking There lot. was a lot going on in that show. And it was great. I, it came at the right time. Yeah. It was weird and not super like member berries. No. It used the right elements. It yeah. didn't use every element. Mm-hmm. We didn't see most of the costumes of anybody. No. Like there's like they picked and chose. Uh, Doctor Manhattan at the end. And that's like literally the last episode. Mm-hmm. And then the last two is when he's like Is he even He's in the last second to last one was the um love story. Which was an incredible episode with, yeah, with the two of them. That's right, when you see they meet in Saigon. Mm-hmm. Um and then Black Manta. Yeah. I liked I liked how they did practical like makeup. Mm-hmm. I think that was cool. Real dong, practical dong. What do you think? <laughs> Full on hanging, dong. hanging that blue dong. Yeah. Um, 
they didn't have to torture some poor CGI artist to render a dong, render a dong for a two-hour movie, two-and-a-half-hour movie. Okay, speaking of, so in Cats, there's a moment where Idris Elba Cat mostly wears a, a coat, mm-hmm. and suddenly at the end, he's not wearing it. And they do a pan down, uh, and he's got like a Ken doll crotch, and it's upsetting to me that my brain is like, it's more upsetting that he didn't have anything going on down there. <laughs> Did you I, see the thing? I don't where, know what that says. Did you see the article where Judy Dench was like, "My cat was transgender." What? <laughs> I was like, they're just fucking going wild with this. Well, now. no, in the original stage show, Old Deuteronomy is apparently the old it's, the Oogie Boogie Man was originally her character. Okay, so they redid it because Judy Dench. I, apparently, she was in the old stage play years ago. Yeah, but she was old, or she didn't do it, or she like broke her foot and couldn't do it, or something. I don't know. So I think she was saying her character. A lot of the characters then got like gender swapped too, or some some were male, some were female, and they just from the play, and they just kind of switch. But I was just like, what? <laughs> I just I, I was like, why are they adding this to this whole mess? Like, <laughs> James Corden was quoted in an interview very recently where it's like, I heard the reviews were bad, so no, I haven't seen it. <laughs> and that motherfucker was in the Emoji movie. <laughs> He has like, <laughs> and he also has to be the guy that lies on late night about seeing everything. Like Jimmy <laughs> Fallon, like so it was great. Like you yeah. didn't, you don't, you don't have time to see yeah, that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you had some notes from somebody about, yeah. oh yeah, I saw it, I loved it. Yeah, you can always hear it in their voices. Yeah. Like I've been listening to a lot of comedy Bang Bang recently, and it feels like Scott Aukerman's like, yeah, I, saw, I I loved it. I loved her new album. And it's just like, do you do? Did you even do that? It's fucking weird. Yeah. Watchmen, I'm, though, but... Oh, God. At least, I was going to say, we got... We got some really great movies this year. I love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I loved The Irishman. I still haven't watched it yet. Um, I want. I only watched it the one time in theaters. I need to re- I haven't seen it on Netflix yet. My problem is, like, I feel like I should have caught it in theaters when it was out before Netflix, because now I'm just like... It'll catch it and then you just never will, kind of thing. I still haven't seen Roma. I haven't seen Roma either, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the Irishman's three and a half hours. Long. When am I gonna like maybe tonight? But that depends like when we're done everything. And I still like want to work out today. So I'm, like, yeah, I'm fucking no, ready. I know it's uh, it's it's a commitment. It's it's a thing, and I don't want to get sucked into like fucking around on my phone. You know what I mean? Well, there's also someone posted like a thing where you like logical places to stop. I don't want to do that. No, I know it's yeah. it's like if I tell people if like you really can't find time, then do that. But yeah. um, this was a good year overall. I think like so was in the Irishman. Once upon a time was great. I talked to somebody recently who. I was talking to and they were just like it's it's a movie where you bring in your own baggage and it's a movie about like bringing your own baggage to like art and I was like holy shit and I completely recolored it where I'm like I actually want to watch it again because it's like it's my time in Hollywood yeah, yeah you bring in the dread that comes with the Sharon Tate stuff because you know what happened in real life so you know none of the other characters know that but you know it's coming and that's something that the movie doesn't set up so you just know it's coming yeah and then if you think about everything else Brad Pitt doesn't bring anything in with him because he's just he's like a vessel yeah, he just goes with the flow he's, he's just there. he's got nothing he yeah. has nothing else in his, his house is literally on wheels mm-hmm. and then leo brings so much in with him everywhere he fucking goes and it's i was just like oh my god like and he didn't even go that far he just brought like he was just saying the sharon tate stuff and i was like wait but then leo <laughs> oh my god. and then sharon tate you're like she's just this like 
person that wasn't really famous yet, but was probably going to be if she had lived. And mm. you, you you bring that in with it too. You're like you feel bad. You don't even know what's really going to happen to her in the movie, but you do in real life, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it's also just fucking. It's fun. It's a fun movie. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then at the end, you're just like, it's, it's so it's wild, so aggressive. I, I still <laughs> kind of want to get the the special edition because it comes with the Operation Dinomite yeah. poster. <laughs> did I did I, I sent you the video right? Uh, Gail got me the a bunch of posters. No, did you? I I sent it like on Snapchat, so I don't know. I deleted my Snapchat a lot. That explains ago. a lot because I've been sending you some really good shit. I'm, I'm like, so Why sorry. You <laughs> my friend, my uh, friend of mine, also had brought that up like very recently. We're like, that explains a lot. I'm just like, oh, if I logged on right now, I'd probably have like eight hours of content. <laughs> I think I sent you yesterday. I parked in spot or the other day when I was parking to get gifts. I got I parked in spot two one eight seven. Um. <laughs> And then two one eight seven. And then I uh, I sent you a video of Gail got me for Christmas um, a big twenty four or was it thirty six by forty two the big movie size poster of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood but it's like a limited press there's only like fifteen hundred copies shit and it came with like five of Leo's fake posters and Operation Dynamite is one of them and that is on my wall it's like my favorite thing that happened in that movie Operation Dynamite was fucking wild yeah that's so funny that's great do you know did you watch the interview with Tarantino about like why he can't how he came up with the idea no he never explains he never says explicitly who it is but it's most likely Kurt Russell on the set of um, Hateful Eight he was he like Kurt Russell asked Tarantino to bring in his stunt man for a day that like had a a, a little stunt I guess hmm. and he was like yeah sure why not whatever and he brought him in and he was like way heavier than Kurt Russell and like was like clearly not working a lot <laughs> and yeah. he was just like uh and like Kurt was just trying to help him out and he was like then he just was watching them interact on set and he was like if I ever make a movie about making movies that's like my way into that world like I want to do a stop man yeah that's cool yeah I was like oh shit like that's really good and like it makes sense because Kurt Russell's like literally in that scene where he's like begging him like bring him bring him in just do, like, hit him with a truck I don't care like yeah you know <laughs> the truck I don't care I'll do it yeah, yeah. He's a Korean War vet or whatever. He's like a vet. (laughs) But I was like, oh shit, like that is a really cool story. And he also just talks about Rick Dalton like he's a real person in interviews and it's really fascinating. It's kind of weird, but it's also like that's why it works so well because he's so, he like, he thought of everything, you know? Yeah. He's like, oh, well, Bounty Law started in the 54 55 season and it got canceled in the 63 64 season. I'm like, whoa, dude. That's so fucking good. <laughs> I need to watch that. And again. then Leo's next to him, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I used yeah, all. Yeah. I definitely needed all I, that. I knew all those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Oscar, please. Um, <laughs> yeah, this was a good year because now, yeah, I guess we're this is sliding into an end of year wrap up. I yeah, guess. we're almost there. Yeah, I'm trying to think what, what else. I feel like there's a lot more. This was a year, I think, where. To me, I feel like I was more disappointed by like a lot of bigger stuff. Like, there's a lot of stuff I've seen where I was just like, I... Jumanji three. I was like, I didn't even care. see that. Uh, Fucking Star Star Wars was disappointing. Endgame was great. But that also doesn't even feel like it was this year. 
No. Um, I've been thinking a lot about Endgame since 9, and I'm like, I want to watch Endgame again. Because Endgame was like, it fucking nailed it. Everything that Disney <sighs> could have gotten wrong with Marvel, they got wrong with Star Wars. Yeah. Like, they were, they got, I was like, they're going to fuck up one of these movies. They have to. Like, it's impossible not to. And they never really did. And then they did with Star Wars. And then the thing is, though, they, the thing, Endgame takes the failures of the Marvel movies and it commits to them still. Mm -hmm. Thor The Dark World is so important. And even, like, Iron Man 2 is, like, it's a movie that just really explores Tony Stark's, like, death wish that he has for himself, where he wants to, some part of him wants to just fucking die, Mm -hmm. but he wants to go out in a blaze of glory. Like, he wants to do something fucking crazy. Well, because he's, like, dying in the movie. Yeah, and even that is, like, it's not a good movie, but it's at least an interesting idea. Thor The Dark World's one where it's, like, there's a lot of goofy shit that happens in it, and there's a lot of stuff that just didn't resonate. It's important, and it's, like, well thought out, but it doesn't resonate. And it's, like, going back and re-exploring it in Endgame, it's just like, no, well, we're not just gonna... There's an Infinity Stone in it. There's an Infinity Stone, it's like, we... But we're also gonna go back, and we're gonna... It counts. We're not just glazing over it incredible hulk counts we're not just glazing over it like that to me is like what the prop like doubling back so much on eight is was such a bad fucking idea where it's just like you you, i started saying this eight yes ands seven even though it couples back on a couple things where it's like ray doesn't know who her parents are yes and she wants to find she wants to know who they are and she finds out that they're nobodies and now she has to wrestle with that. Snoke has pulled in Kylo Ren, and he's corrupted him to the dark side. Yes, and Kylo Ren eventually kills him because he was basically like an abusive master towards him, mm-hmm. and he broke him and made him kill his father. And now Kylo Ren has to take over. It's not Snoke, um, in, like stole him from his family basically, but now he's going to kill him. It's an and. Uh-huh. But being like, and Snoke was just a puppet for the Emperor, and Luke, but Luke doesn't care about the lightsaber. But you shouldn't disrespect the weapon of a Jedi. It's 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 insulting. I want to hear what Ryan Johnson has to think has to say if he sees this. I think he's I, not going to say anything I don't think until we gonna... find out what happens with his trilogy. And I think that he's almost under. That's the thing that's keeping him silent. Yeah, I, I truly, truly think that. I think that. I thought they did. They cancel it. They didn't cancel it. No one ever knows. Because they got they got rid of the, the fucking Game of Thrones dudes, which smart. was smart. Yeah. Remember how they were going to do a HBO show about the Confederacy? A thing that we need. Oh my god. A thing that we need right now. Oh my god, dude. It's amazing to me that they are still getting jobs and fucking Chris Terrio is too. Chris Terrio has nothing on his slate. I don't think he's gonna do anything. He'll probably do a couple small things. He better, because he clearly doesn't know how to do this shit. No. Because I don't think he likes any of the things he's written for. I truly don't. I don't think he... That's probably why they hire him, because he's like, I'll just give you a movie. Everything just seems gray and sad. Right? Yeah. There's like no... I didn't feel any hope in this movie. Yeah. I was like, this is like just dreary. It's just dreary and going through the motions. And as flawed as Force Awakens is, it's just like so much fucking fun and so much energy. And like the characters are having fun in the movie. Like when Finn escapes and he's like shooting the 
fucking cannons. And, and he's Poe's like, like you're doing, yeah, yeah. Poe's like, you're doing great, pal. Yeah. And then when Ray finds Finn at the, the end, they meet up. They're like, oh, yeah, you got me. Yeah, I found you. Fucking. That's, oh, God. There's like joy. There's joy to the moment where Ray picks up the lightsaber and then it's, but this is just, I guess she makes an X with lightsabers and it forces the lightning back at him. Oh, and it's a thing where the ultimate bad guy just disintegrates. Let's name other movies where that happens. Endgame. All of the Indiana Jones movies. Every Indiana Jones. <laughs> Harry Potter. Godzilla King of the Monsters. A movie I'll keep referencing until I die for some reason. Uh, Ghidorah gets fucking... I guess it's the only Ghidorah. absolute way to kill people. I don't know. To atomize them? It's just... That's what I'm saying. This movie felt like Harry Potter. You had a fucking basilisk. You had the fucking Death Eaters. You have some weird, like, dyad fucking... Well, that was actually kind of cool. But, like, it just felt like a fucking, like... Harry Potter, right. Yeah, it's... it's It's a good thing. My buddy... I I started saying this a couple times. My buddy who was texting me, my buddy Scott, uh, I told him... I was like, the Chewy thing is... I was like, how... I was like, that was just bad storytelling where he was just like, no, I loved it. And he... Then he said, but the MacGuffin, exclamation point. I said, which one? Yeah, there's There's like four four or five. And then he never responded. (laughs) So I don't know. It's a call out to you, Scott. And Scott, I got to say it one more time. If you liked anything on Octo in this movie, you're a fucking loser. I honestly, that should be what this episode is titled. Yeah. If you liked Stonehenge to talk about movies, episode whatever, colon, if you liked anything that happened on Octo in this movie, you're a fucking loser. I did like the score, but I prefaced my whole gripes with that John Williams is the only consistent thing that's yeah. good with Star Wars. Remember that? And he gets a little cameo. I like that. I was like, eh. That like, was actually another moment. I was like, eh, nice. A lot of people who I was with thought that was uh, C-3PO. I was like, no, it's John, Johnny, Johnny Dubs. J-Dubs. Oh, they thought it was Anthony Daniels. Mm-hmm. That was A-Dubs. A-Ds. Mm-hmm. Anthony Daniels is in real person in the prequels, isn't he, at one point? So. I thought it was awesome. Remember when, like, the prequels, like, there was, like, some finality with it, you know? And you were like, all right, this is it. And George Lucas kind of knew that when he was making Revenge of the Sith, you know? And this just doesn't do any of that. At least George Lucas had to, like, know how to conclude a fucking trilogy. Yeah. And wasn't doing... Did a little bit of legwork with the prequel, or with the originals with Revenge of the Sith, but didn't really have to. Yeah. Where do you go now? Cause like make TV shows. Ray's journey is so fucking annoying. Where it's like Daisy Ridley's great, but what else has Daisy Ridley like done? That, that's also a thing. That's like, and also, I'm I don't saying. think she's like really good in the thing that she's done. Other, I haven't seen the Train movie, but Orient Express. But I heard she's like not even not even in it that much. She was fine in it, but I was also like excited. I was like, oh shit, Daisy Ridley's in this because like I, I want to see what she does. Yeah, she's great, Nate. She's in that movie. There's a movie with her and Tom Holland that I've seen. There's like a screenshot, and she's in this really bad wig, and it looks weird. They're like in a jungle or something, and it's never been released, I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, it's probably not good. Yeah, I want to Google it now. Um, I know you wanted to wrap up, and I know we're just No, I'm, I'm, because I, I, I feel like I still have thoughts. I didn't take, I didn't write any notes, which was probably, uh. No, I like, yeah, I was the same way, but I think we, we were on the same page with so much of it. Yeah. Adam Driver's fucking great. It's called Chaos Walking. He's a fucking great actor. He deserves to have a good career after this he probably will he's been so much the last like year or two yeah I need to see um, Chaos Walking yeah I need to see the other, the other thing. oh it's getting released first in Russia oh, she, is in a really, movie? she is in a really bad wig this I think was filmed like a couple years ago she just looks uncomfortable 
in this picture. Doug, I mean, Doug Lyman's good. When the fuck did this get filmed, though? I don't know. Oh, you mean director of Swingers, Doug Lyman? <laughs> I always thought that was Favreau. He just produced and wrote it. Charlie Kaufman wrote this? What? The fuck? When was this? This was like filmed, I think, a while ago. That's the thing that's just confusing about. Let's, I'm looking at Daisy Ridley's IMDb. She's got like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight movies in development. Oh, that's good. Oh, she's in Peter Rabbit too. That's good. Um, Wasn't fucking Donald Gleason in the first Peter Rabbit? He is. I, we saw the trailer before before something, and there's one bit at the end of the trailer where he's like trying to have fun. Is he like a comedy actor? <laughs> I don't know. But Is he just like trying to do a fucking career shift? There's a bit though where the rabbits, all the CGI rabbits roll down a hill and he's like, okay, I can have fun. Yes, I can have, oh, do that. And he's like, yes, I'm having fun. No, jeez. Oh, jeez. And he just picks up and then it's like Hot Rod Falls. And he's like, oh, adults shouldn't do kid stuff or something. It's like the button on it. Oh, I was like, that was actually pretty, pretty funny. But here's the thing. Also, I mean, I'm, I'm just throwing out of here. This. Uh, what's her name? Daisy Ridley looked. 2017. Daisy Ridley also looked. Foin as hell in this movie where I was just like Daisy Ridley very she attractive. looked different she looked different though right yeah I don't know but she's also in like all these movies she got in like ridiculous shape for like yeah. I believe that she, she's not like she got like like she's like fucking strong yeah. <laughs> you know no I, mean? I believe that she's a, a fucking Jedi for it, sure exactly but they shot this they started her face looked like tighter or something like I don't know what it was I don't know what it was. She did look like bigger. I think I think Ryan Johnson wanted them to get bigger, like because Adam Driver is like significantly bigger in eight than he is in seven. Like he's beefy. He's, he's beefy. He's beefy. Bruce Tim animation Batman body. <laughs> yeah, he kind of is. I... <laughs> um, principal photography. This is chaos walking. Took place in Montreal, Quebec, from August seventh, two thousand seventeen, to November eighth, two thousand seventeen, and they did reshoots in April twenty nineteen. To May night, they, they did sixteen or seventeen. They did reshoots two years apart from each other, basically. Holy shit! Yeah. So ugh. that's not good. I'm trying to see. I I googled um, Bruce Tim animation Adam Driver. Somehow nothing ever came. <laughs> um, bum, 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 bum. Yeah, I just. Yeah, but then it's also just like things I wanted from the movie. Like it's not even necessarily anything like. I, I guess I wanted something different, but it's and it's like one thing to be like, "Oh, would you? What did you expect? You wanted the movie that you wrote in your head." It's like I didn't. I wanted a better movie. That's what I, I wanted. A better movie. It yeah. Just, this was just so much fucking chaos and insanity. Where then I think think back to the trailers and I'm just like, "No, that makes sense." Shots of Kylo Ren dunking dudes onto the ground, the the space glacier, the. The de- the desert chase, the fucking Lando being like eh, Chewy and like C three PO with red eyes and like all this crazy shit where it's like yeah how could that have ever come together? That's so everything's so disparate. Yeah, I was talking to my one friend about it and he was like, I watched everything leading up to this, like all the canon shit, and I was Jesus like, there's Christ. and he was like, there I was like not expecting this to be good at all. I was like, there's no way they're gonna land stick this landing, yeah. and I was like, well, that's fair. I mean. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they introduced just so much new. The Wayfinders, I was like, what? Yeah. Like, just have it be a thing that he can just find them. Like, why do we need these weird MacGuffins this late in the game? There's so many. The Make Luke's hand the MacGuffin. That's yeah. cool and weird. And 
do the whole thing where he uses that to clone. He's like, I've had the hand the whole time. Like, if you want to fucking... See? See? I have bad hands. I need a new hand. I need a new hand. Oh, fuck. That's so funny. Grab my strong hand. Hit my strong hand. Yeah, there's just so many fucking new characters and, like... They were just throwing so much shit at the wall and seeing yeah. what stuck. And Babu Frank basically is the main thing that stuck. The only character, new character that I remember in yep. the Basilisk. Oh, uh, let's talk about uh, Amanda Lawrence as Commander Darcy. Uh, you will know her as the woman who looks incredibly British or as if a mouse was turned into a British star pilot general. Oh, she had the first on-screen lesbian Star kiss. Wars lesbian kiss? In the background, which was like, I guess. Glossed yeah, over. That was, I was great. Like, I, I, I noticed. I was like, oh, nice. I think, yeah. yeah. I was like, that's good. And then I didn't hear anything about it leading up to it, and I didn't necessarily hear anything like after. And I was like, oh, that's good. I was like, that's good that they didn't. People pat themselves didn't. on the back then yeah. I've been reading a lot about where it's like oh, oh they were patting themselves on the back fucking well yeah and it was also I think uh, Weekend Update did a thing about it where it was like they felt so brave about doing an on screen lesbian kiss when they had incest like 30 years ago and kinda now yeah and kinda now like what what are they Palpatine is the father of Anakin Anakin's the grandfather of Ben Ben He's just, Pal- Palpatine's just Ray's grandfather, grandfather, right? So they're like great-grand-niece and they're great-grand-cousins? Second cousin something. We gotta like do a family tree. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> it's bad. Either way. Um, just fucking one thing, make her like an essence of the force or something. Like he created her with whatever or don't or don't i still think take palpatine out completely but you can have he had this all these ships i mean they could have their cake and eat it too and still make a fucking better movie i think they could have had a weird palpatine ghost because the sith one of the things is the sith can't be force ghosts yeah they don't exist they don't have an afterlife yeah that's one of the things where it's and it makes sense because rewatching them i'm just like it seems like in order to get more powerful, you just have to murder people. It's yeah. like you absorb the strength of your victims. It's kind of what happens with Anakin, basically. Because yeah. he kills a lot of people and gets really even more fucking powerful. Um, and I think it, it, the Jedi don't have that. They have the afterlife. And there's more the peaceful kind of nirvana of it. Where it's just like there's... Sith can exist as ghosts, but more in the way that we know them. As, it, as in they're not like free walking. It's just like... They're um, stuck to something. They're stuck to something. And you could do that with the Emperor. And I think that they could have found... They have a MacGuffin that he's stuck to. Like the fucking... The dagger unleashes the fleet. Yeah. And it was connected to the Death or Star. Or the Death Star is like a know. weird... Like he's stuck in... He's in we the have Death to Star. get his keys. The Emperor's keys are like... <laughs> they'll, they'll turn on the whole fleet. But... I guess it would be cool though if we've never that was the first time we've actually seen the real Palpatine. If yeah, they had explained that better. I think headcanon wise that works for me. I'm like that's kind of cool. That's a cool idea. Like we've never it's been fake. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah, Sheev was just also a puppet for him. Yeah. And the emperor just is somehow also seems like he's technically also Plagueis then. Probably, yeah. Well, because then I... Well, they never explore that either. And, like... Um, because I, they always say that... But I also, like, don't care. Yeah. No, like, I'm I just, don't like, care. everything that's going to come is just going to be exactly what happened after Return of the Jedi, where it's going to be a lot more extended universe shit that's just going to have to explain everything. And it's just like, well, I don't... 
I don't need that. I don't want it. You don't need it to explain literally everything. It's fucking fantasy. Yeah. Stop trying to make it science fiction. Um, well, the other thing too is that didn't the force lightning thing in Revenge of the Sith just reveal him? It didn't deform him. Like he's always looked like that, and like unclear. Ian McKellen or Ian McKellen, Ian McDermott was like the like cloak, like the facade. I like to believe it that way. I think that's what it really is. I think it's that because everyone's like, "How come it didn't kill him and it kills everyone else?" I'm like, "Well, it didn't kill him because it just revealed his true form." Because he's also goading Anakin, where he's like, he uses that to his advantage. Yeah, he's hurting me. (laughs) Then he's just like, "Just kidding." Then immediately he's like, "Unlimited power," but it also. Ties into Revenge of Sith where it's like Mace Windu was able to deflect it back at him. Like, that was yeah. a... But yeah. if it's only a, an agent or a clone of Palpatine. Yeah. Also, I just hate how fucking Oscar Isaac is like, Palpatine's back. I'm like, you, don't, you, don't... you shouldn't know who he is. Oh, I laughed at every time in all the boardroom scenes. They're just like, oh, Palpatine's back. And then it's like, none of you know. Yeah, exactly. The like, same... Yeah, you're right. No, because right. if Luke is a myth, well, no, Palpatine in, people, you know, they would know. They would know. Well, he was the yeah, he was the head of all of it. He was, you know, who Hitler is, right? <laughs> Do you know true. any World War Two? I guess who would Luke be? Luke would be like, he's a dude. Oh, okay, he, Luke is a dude who basically killed or had of. He basically killed or was constantly trying to kill Space Hitler, and he lost his arm. So who is he? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise and Valkyrie. <laughs> yep, I wanted to look up his name. Uh, but yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> that's fucking crazy, but like that works. It tracks enough. But that's what I'm saying. It's like... And Luke tried to kill him, but he didn't because there was a, the table was too big. They just they, they just talk about it like it's like... I'm like, this is so casual. Yeah, yeah, I had huge problems with that. I was like, this is fucking... Spider-Man 3 problems, where it's just like, this. there's something off about this. These yeah. people shouldn't know about this, and there's things are going... Or just say the Emperor. Like, why Why would they say Palpatine? Like, no one refers to him in the original... Well, they were Palpatine all playing Fortnite, Palpatine. and then the, the message got to me. Oh, my God. I'm sorry I had to be the one to tell you. <sighs> that just pisses me off. So. It, it makes me At least do it in the movie. Like, remember when the viral marketing with Man of Steel, they had Zod's message? That's in the fucking movie, at least. And it's kind of good marketing idea. Yeah. You could have had the character... Like, it's also a movie where it's like... I think it started at the wrong point, And I was like, you could have started at any of these other... Like, they're... It just didn't feel like it was starting at the right point. Well, they also don't explain how long it's been. Two years? A year, maybe? I think it should have... Yeah, we don't know. Because the last shot is like minutes after Force Awakens, which I think was kind of cool because usually there's a little bit of gaps between all of them. I just think they should have listened to the critics and not the actual fans. And saying that this was fan service, I was like... And it's upsetting where it's like people were applauding and loved it. And I'm just like... It's just... at, At what... It didn't earn it. Like it, it earn Avengers earned all the fan service because they set up Cap with the fucking hammer and they set up fucking all this shit like years ago. Mm-hmm. And this is just like this doesn't even pay off stuff it, in, in the, the last movie. movie. No, in the, in in the, the uh, its own movie. movie. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I really didn't like it. I didn't either. I don't want it's just so fucking disappointing. You want me to look up movie times for it? <laughs> So we can just hate it even do more. It. Do it. Okay, ourselves. Do it. Three times. Um, 
me click on Star Wars, I would see it in 3D too. <laughs> Cause I hate my... Oh, IMAX 3D is at 11.10, so... I know. <laughs> well, I'll sit around for six hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but the, uh, You have an AMC it. around here? Ooh, there's a new one that's nice. I haven't been to. Because I have, I have a thing. We can like, I've got a Regal f- one too. I can get a free ticket and split the other one. I there. could do the same thing with the Regal as well. But the AMC, there's one in the Fashion District, which is a new like mall thing that oh. I've not been to. Um, but what's, what's uh, the deal? I gotta yours? take. Uh, I'm taking somebody to see Cats, so I can't. No, I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> I do want to. I I might take Gail because she <laughs> likes Cats, has seen the Broadway play, and I'm like. I think I want to ruin this for you. <laughs> Yo, put it on right now. I want to ask her about Scribble Shanks the, Scribble Shanks the Real Weekend. What's your zip code? Um, I'll, I'll mute it. But we're good. So that was more Fleabag spoilers. Um, what's the... Oh, it's the Fashion District one. It's a dine-in. Oh. There's also one three miles away. Let's see. Let's see what it is. Let's see. I'm, I'm going right now. So uncut gems is it? Prime 3D, 6 and 10. Dolby Cinema, 7 and 11. That's it. They're, they're not really doing a lot of screenings of Skywalker. No, I think that's also because it's of the theater itself. Um, oh, fuck. Skywalker's basically sold out at 7. And 6 is probably... Check out, I, can, I can check out the Regal, too. 6 has some seats in the back row. I can check out the Regal, too. Um, where do you want to see Little Women? Not a bit. <laughs> oh, it's only at oh, Emma, yeah, 6.30. Emma Watson's... Uh, it's supposed to be very good. Is it good? good? I, mean, I believe so. I don't actually know for sure. It's at 95%. Really? Um, so, I don't know. We'll, we're going to end up seeing something. Uh, all right, let's do it. Would you say The Rise of Skywalker is better than Suicide Squad? Barely. I think I would agree. I would almost... mainly because I like the other two, and they're people in those movies in this movie as well. <laughs> yeah, that's like it, really. I I also think that they weirdly have similar problems. Where yeah, it's got DC problems because of Chris fucking Terrio. Hi ho, Chris Terrio. Hi ho, Chris Terrio. I don't think that dude's gonna fucking work for a very long time. Thank he, God he, he got his Oscar. <laughs> Carry He's on. like, I got my Oscar. I'm just gonna write three terrible blockbusters and make a ton of money. Me and well, Justice League, uh, which arguably is not his fault. Well, Joss Whedon tried. Remember how he told us in the movie during his director directed by Joss Whedon's HBO show? I think is still getting made. Remember Joss Whedon? Not really. Okay. Um, he directed the Avengers. Yeah. Oh yeah, and those films. Buffy and. Age of Ultron. Didn't which... do Batgirl. Well, that's good. Um, <laughs> for the better. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I'm still excited for the... Uh, Chris Re- Chris, Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves. Not Chris Reeves. <sighs> I really hope that like happens. I, I guess they're shooting soon. Yeah, it's got to start soon. Most like, of the cast is rounded out. Yeah, right? right? I, yeah. I haven't heard much lately. And I know Pattinson's still doing Tenet right now, isn't he? They're like still shooting oh, that wait. movie. Oh, wait. Did you see the pro, the IMAX prologue for Tenet? No. You didn't see it? No. Interesting. They played it for me. I saw... I also walked in a little late, so I might... But I saw a trailer for it. 
during my previews. Interesting. We had the IMAX Fuck, man. It's kind of terrifying because... Yeah, I was just, I was a little nervous because the impeachment happened last week, and then I was like, I'm gonna go to a movie theater. Uh, it's fucked up, but yeah. it was like it's a it's, it's always in the back of your head. Yeah, it's in the back of my mind. And the prologue is about like a symphony getting invaded by like armed gunmen, and, I, and it's like Christopher Nolan IMAX, so it's loud as fuck. And I was like, actually, like I don't like this. Like, it, and then okay, so it's this really tense action sequence where it's like this is all these gunmen come in and all this other shit happens, and they don't even really talk about the time travel thing or anything. Like there's there's one hint of it where there's like a bullet hole in the wall and it like oh it's bad it's reversed right but it's it's weird where it's like some stuff is like I don't know the rules and it looks interesting where it's like some things get reversed and I guess others this movie's gonna be a mind fuck dude mind fuck, it's gonna be good um but then uh, so they do this really tense seven minute thing and everyone's like holy shit and then they followed it up with a preview for onward and I was just like how is that not the last thing <laughs> now I gotta watch this trailer for Chris Pratt Tom Holland and their dad that's legs. <laughs> Isn't that which was insane yeah. to me? But, <laughs> That's a that looks like a fun one though. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's Pixar, so it'll probably be pretty good. Pixar weirdly has bad trailers, I think, for the most part. When they have good movies, their yeah. trailers are actually pretty bad. Like Coco, I was like, I don't know, that trailer didn't do anything for me. But then Coco's like amazing. Yeah, so good. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. Star Wars movies, and you're not caught up on Nando. I got one episode to watch. And there's only one more or two more nef after, right? Yeah, and like the final episode... There's like a week and a half in between the yeah the they last wanna, two episodes, which is weird. They want to give time for people to hate on Star Wars again. Uh, it's happening. Yeah. It's like if Mandalorian, it doesn't become about anything more than what it is. Like, What's, What are we doing here? They need, to, they need to figure... They might need to have to fire Kennedy. I mean... She might not be the problem, but maybe Favreau comes in. I don't know. Like what? Give it to Filoni. Yeah, that Dave seems Filoni's, like the most logical. Yeah, the honest trailer is just in for the CG Clone Wars movie. They're talking about how they're just like, met, like picture the incredible like turnaround from somebody who made this shit and then turned it into like somehow like six seasons of like compelling television. Like he really did, and he's done some of the live action. He did the yeah, live action did, episodes. He did like. What, two or three of the new Mandalorian? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and not like any of the ones that are bad. Like, he did the pilot. He did the good ones, and yeah. BD- I still think the third one was the best one. Yeah. BDH did the fourth. fourth which was like a weird... Ones. Yeah, it was like a weird adventure, like, separate from everything else. Gina Carano is just not a good actor. <laughs> Crush from American Gladiators? <laughs> I love to reference. Um, and then... Uh, Favreau still, I don't even think, has done one. No, I don't think he did. Uh, Taiko Titi did the finale, so... Oh, so that should be at least... I'm exciting to see the finale. That should at least be kind of wild, yeah. It'll um, be fun, I hope. Yeah, I saw Jojo Rabbit finally. I forget if we talked about it. Oh, yeah, what'd you think? Uh, I had a bad crowd. It was a quiet crowd, so I was just like... Mm, that's never good. So I, it kind of deflated it, and then I, was ta- I saw it with my roommate, um, and she loved it, and I was just like... As I was talking, I was like, I don't know, I wasn't feeling hot. And then we were talking about more and more, I was like, wait, no, I, I think I actually like this. But it was weird where... When you I had to have a good crowd, because my crowd yeah. was laughing at the right shit, I think. Yeah. Fucking People Sam Rockwell, were... dude. When he shows up at the end in his fucking uniform. And where it's clear... Like, I like how it's unspoken, where it's like, he's him and... They're gay. They're gay, yeah. and like it makes it feel like Scarlett Johansson knew, which is why she kind of bullies them a little bit, where yeah. it's just like, oh, well... 
all I have to do is say one fucking thing, and then she, he's like, okay, okay, I'll like yeah. help. But his moment at the end where he like he's got the eye makeup on, he's got the eye makeup, and he's like, yeah, I think we lost kid. Anyway, get out of here. Who are you? <laughs> that that was great, and it was also heartbreaking. Where I was like, Sam Rockwell, weird that you're getting typecast as racist, racist with big hearts, but didn't even dance for us in this one. But like, I don't know. There's, yeah. And I loved the ending of the movie where everything's gone down, and then it's just like, "All right, you." And then like, Hitler comes back. And he's like, "All right, you're gonna do what I say." And he like fucking blasts him through the window. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. I I probably need to give it another watch because I was like down on it. And then like when we were leaving, I was like, "Why am I being down on it?" I was like, "This was actually this was good." I just. It's just a weird. It's it's vibe. also kind of a hard movie. It's it's yeah. like you're laughing at like Nazis and like you know like you yeah. are laughing at them though, which is why it's good and it works because yeah. they they just think like the most insane things about Jewish people. It's like like he's using our secret telepathy or whatever. It's like okay, his little fat friend too. Um, yeah. He's like, yeah, Maybe I'm, you Maybe know, Nick in the Frost. Maybe Nick Frost. Maybe Nick Frost. Oh shit, that's good. Oh my god, <laughs> just how sweet he was. Where it's like, yeah, I don't think I can die. <laughs> so oh, Joe, Joe, he drops the Joe, fucking bazooka. He's like, oh, he's so happy to see him. It's, it's great. But I just love where it's like, yeah, they gave me a gun. I'm in like the front lines now, and it's like, your arms are completely tattered. Anyway, that, I mean, it is fucked up because, like, that's what they did at the end. They were like child soldiers, like old people. It was like, fuck. Yeah, but and it was just a movie where it's just like if you're, where it's basically like the, the the powers that be, like the systems above you, don't give a fuck about you, as they do the cause and like mm-hmm. and themselves. It's like, why would you pick something that hates others? Yeah. And I was just like, that's. It had a good message, and like, yeah. I liked that it was like you are. They already kind of knew right from the beginning of the movie that they were like, this was it. Like, it's kind it was, of all going down. It was already. They were already losing. losing yeah, and it takes place over like that, like last, last six, week. Yeah, last six months, I, maybe more. even that. Uh, I did feel like they were setting it up to be a wacky summer camp movie in the beginning, which I thought yeah. was very funny. <laughs> I've seen Rocco being like, I'm gonna can't see out of the side, but I can still do this. Pew, pew, electric <laughs> <laughs> shots, and everyone's like, it's great, it's great. Yeah, I got, I gotta watch that again. Yeah, and well, like, I kind of was down on Thor when I saw it too. I think Taika Waititi's kind of a, too. You know, we were both kind of down on Thor Ragnarok at first, and then now it's probably my favorite one. And it's like about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. He's a good weirdo. That guy, that Taika Waititi. I can't wait for fucking what we do in the shadow season two. I still need to watch season one. Oh, dude, it's so funny. Because after Star Wars, I've been on. I watched season four of Breaking Bad. And I watched mm-hmm. like maybe the first episode of five, mm-hmm. and then the other day, like after Star Wars, I watched like five episodes of Breaking Bad. Oh, I yeah. watched two this morning. Palette cleanse. <laughs> I was like, because otherwise I'm gonna watch Rebels, and I'm like, I just don't even want to do that. Yeah, I know I what you mean. I watch Breaking Bad so I can watch El Camino so we can finally do an El Camino talk. I don't know if you're still interested. <laughs> I, yeah, I would do an El Camino, yeah. I, I think there's... It's a Netflix movie so I don't think there's ever really a bad time to do an El Camino. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine at work who's listened to our show, was he liked our Breaking Bad talk previously so he's like, gotta do an El Camino one. I'm like, I gotta finish it first. Did you see the movie though? Watch it yet. No, you watch oh, it. You, did, you did what I did. You did the rewatch and then saw it. But I'm almost on five. Season five's weird. I'm like, I don't care a lot about a lot of it. It feels like a lot of extra stuff, and then it kind of... Well, because they just throw in the neo-Nazis. Yes. It, it, was, it That seems Hank, like... 
just found out. Yeah. That's, that's when it gets good. It's like when Hank finds out and then it's like this is the end game of Breaking Bad is fucking amazing because it's like they still have wow. scenes together and they're like he's like what are you going to do dude? You can't you have nothing on me and you're just like fuck and then you hate you just hate Walt by then. You're he's, like I watched the one lesson where he's in the garage and he's like I found this on my car. No it's just like what we put on Gus Fring. Know anything about this where he's why did you say that? You fucking idiot. Yeah. Like he they needed to say something, and then he just—he just can't contain he himself. He can't help himself. Hits the button, and the garage door closes, and he's just like punched in the face. He's like, "Why would you do that?" And he's a fucking manipulative monster. And even Jesse's just like such an abused and broken. He's broken, point. yeah. That's yeah. Oh, I think it's I think watching Breaking Bad kind of broke me too because we watched it like so fucking fast. We were like, I gotta get to El Camino, and we just like powered through it. I powered through it, and then after season four, I switched to Star Wars stuff because there is kind of an end to the show in season four. It does kind of reset for five. It does, and I think I knew that going into it, but I forgot how it is a little jarring, and I think that I forgot how jarring it is. But yeah. like that end game shit is it is good. It is good. Yeah. Um, hey, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Ozymandias. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. Um, but, yeah, I know, but Walt even being like, I got six months left, maybe. Do you want to destroy the family? Or And he's just like, and Hank's just clearly already crunched those numbers where he's just like, I, I don't, is it worth it? I don't fucking know. That's yeah. It's, it is a really fucking, it's, it is one of the best shows that also sticks the landing. The fact that it, it does. It kind of, it kind of almost doesn't, too. Because in the first half of the season, you're like, but all that stuff. The train heist is so fucking great too. It's great, but like all that stuff though is still relevant. I just forgot all the stuff with Madrigal, the company that owned. Yeah, it, it's Los Poyos Hermanos. It's interesting in that sense, but it's almost too big in the different directions. Where it's like, if he was doing this, this is all the shit that they have to wrap up. Where it's mm-hmm. like, but it also shows you just how far it went and like how. Well, yeah, because it's like f- there's always someone up top, and how far-reaching Walt went. And by fucking worldwide. everything up. worldwide, where it's people who he doesn't even know exist, yep. he made forced to kill themselves. Shit, it's fucking crazy. Anyway, Breaking Bad's good. Star Wars Episode Nine is bad. Maybe all of Star Wars is bad. It's um, definitely flawed. Yeah, <laughs> it is definitely a lack of vision. Lack of vision. Your lack of vision is Chris Terrio. Chris Terrio. Fuck off. Let's see. Let's do like a winners and losers, I guess. You want to do that of like Star Wars? George Lucas, definitely a winner. George Lucas, winner, yeah. This uh, whole Disney era, yeah. He's probably just laughing. I don't like, think he, he apparently skipped the episode nine premiere or something. Fucking, like that. yeah. yeah. He, he, I, I, feel, I mean, to be fair, everyone that's like, oh, well, he made billions of dollars, he donated all the money, he, he, he gave it, it, he gave it away to Disney. Star Wars is like a weird curse. Well, that's probably why he got rid of it. He's like, I'm done. I'm sick of people so, hating me. Yeah, I just hate, hate Disney now. And that's it kind of worked. Everyone's like, baby, come back, you know, to George. Kind of worked. Maybe he, maybe it was his, maybe he's the emperor, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's uh, just cackling at his weird fucking I'm going to say emperor is a winner. Thing. Even though it was unnecessary to bring him back, he was still goofy and fun. He was weird. It was good. It was good. On an arm that we never saw where that arm connected to, uh, covered in tubes. Which is goofy as fuck, and he was a spooky, spooky Snapchat filter, and then he became a Dracula, and then he jizzed lightning all over all the spaceships and shut them down, and then he melted. And what was he trying to do? He doesn't... He never leaves that room. One thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, when they demonstrate what the fleet can do, practical planet explosion, I think. 
It looked not like actually a real bullet. It, it, it looked like a model. Yeah, it looked like the old yeah. bomb explosions. Yeah, I was like, great. I mean, that also was just like, okay, I guess. I guess it wasn't just like a a, a fireball. It was like you could see the planet like cracking. Yeah, then, yeah. Which is cool. But it was also just like I didn't do this. Um, losers, Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah, Chris Terrio. Yeah, JJ he deserves it. Uh, JJ, I almost feel bad for. I just. I don't. He probably very reluctantly said he would do nine. I think so. Weird winner, Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, donating all of his money from it is like a. All right, okay. It's like at least you're not a total scumbag. You're only like ninety nine percent one. We'll see what happens with Jurassic World three. Is he going to direct it? Got a good setup. Yeah. He yeah. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Okay. He said also Jumanji three ends basically with the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom ending. Where the things from the video game get out. And I'm like, good! Good! Because now that means The Rock and everyone else is going to come out in as the their, real world. As their video game characters. Yeah. I'm like, that's, that's smart. It's smart. Because yeah. this one was spinning its wheels like Jurassic World 2. And then it was like the third act was pretty good. And it's like, it was weirdly structured the same way. But Yeah. I think uh, Daisy Ridley probably won. Probably a winner. Adam Driver, big winner. Adam Driver, big winner. Oscar Isaac, overall big winner. I'd say so. I think I don't think he was ever going to have an issue, even if these movies sucked. He's kind of a Ewan McGregor type. Yeah. Or like a Boyega. Uh, I feel like he is a as an actor is okay, but I, they did his character dirty. I, I feel bad for him. It was not any of his fault. Though. Finn loser. Finn loser. John Boyega winner. Mark. He's producing his own shit now too, so he's That's fine. True. Mark Hamill. This one loser. For sure, and because uh, you know why? Because if if you liked anything on Act Two, you're a loser. he definitely liked everything he did on oh, yeah. Act Two. So he's yeah. a fucking loser, no yeah. fucking loser wig. I say I say that, that wig was so bad, it was so bad. I say that, and I look at the microphone and I keep talking about this shit. I say that as a bully. Yeah, I'm bullying you. Yeah. If you thought that was good, <laughs> like I, that's the thing that truly made me upset. Where it's like such defiant in the face of like a good narrative choice choices and this was just deus ex machina look how cool i can be let's fly my x-wing even though one of the wings of the x-wing was the door I used yeah to they recon that kind of how can you how is that ship operational it was been underwater for fucking years yeah, it was bad because it was um, a red herring in the last movie god damn it <laughs> green really, titty milk yeah. green titty oh man i want some more green titty milk um, give me some of that green titty milk <laughs> Um, Wrong pipe. <laughs> My bit backfired. Um, Green titty milk. Who else? Dominic Monaghan, probably a winner. He probably got a cut of the back end sure. for that performance. LGBT rep Q representation. Winners. Sure. I guess. I don't know. Is, that a, is that a win? <laughs> I was doing that to be like, we're not the people to decide this. Uh, I was doing a bit where it's like, I, I guess. I, I Hey, yeah, you know what? I thought it was great and it came out of surprise, but they're cutting that moment out of some countries. So, uh, Well, we're not all there yet. No. Um, Hayden Christensen. Winner. Right. There's a lot more winners in this than we thought. Uh, Ewan McGregor, winner. Ewan, winner. Dave Filoni, I'm going to say winner because the fact that they brought the voices of a lot of his animated characters into oh, that yeah. ring is like kind of insane. Yeah, and the ghost is prominently featured in at least a lot of shots. He doesn't necessarily do anything because that's a again that's a problem with all the spaceships at the end. You can have 
the ship from Shadows of the Empire. You can have the ghost. You can have the ships from Clone Wars. They don't do anything, though. There's no... The pilots are either dead or we've never seen them before. Yeah. So if they cut to an old Dash Rengar in live action who's never been portrayed... It's like, is that him? Who the yeah. fuck is that? Yeah. And what about... Yeah, I mean, and also, like, I feel like they only really featured the Falcon still. Like, it's the only one that actually does anything. Um, Lando? I'm gonna say loser. Yeah. Because... How weird is that last scene? It's so fucking... Every scene he's in is weird. Yeah. For the most part. Except for when he's flying the Falcon. That's just great. he talk to Lair? He talks to somebody at the Rebel base to, like, inspire him real quick. Chewie? No, maybe. I don't remember. He comes into somebody's room. There. He's leaving Rose's room, so I don't know what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> Lando's just fucking everyone again. Mm-hmm. Um, BB-8. Kind of a loser. He doesn't yeah. really do much. Dio. Dio winner. Winner. Even though it, Babu Freak. 100% big, biggest he's, winner. He's got a platinum, C3PO winner. Platinum crown. R2-D2 R2 loser. Yeah. Um, Leia winner. I don't know about R2 loser. He's R2 really even in the bat? That's what I mean. Like, he kind of... He's just watching Leia. Yeah. Um... Hux, big loser, which sucks. Unfortunately, it could have been a win, too. Yeah. General Pride, I'm going to say a loser. Cause I didn't... Fuck him. Adam Schiff looking bitch. <laughs> uh, Richard E. Grant. Um... Snoke. Snoke. Uh, Snoke tank. Loser. Well, Snoke, tank of Snokes, winner. Because that's insane. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of shit I wanted. I was like, yeah. It's goofy. I was it's on goofy. Board of that. It's goofy. Yeah, it's uh, super weird. Trugden, big winner. All the other ones, <laughs> fuck them. They're, they're, no better, they're no better than a bunch of Insecticons. Knights of Ren, collective loss. Chewie, a loser. Not because of him, though. Maz Kanata. Loser. Overall in the whole trilogy? Loser. They could Why have, is that? They could have done so much more with Story. her. She's not even in the fucking second one. Also, she implies... Okay, so... Okay. Okay, so the movie starts to do an everybody's gonna get laid ending. Yes, uh, Caddyshack her, style. Her and uh, Chewie. Chewie, yeah. Because she talks I about it, he's like, "Where's my boyfriend?" Yeah. And then I like when she was like, "Hey, Chewie, come here." I was like, "Do it!" And then they gave him a medal, and I was like, "All right, I'll take that." But I fucking wanted that yeah. weird CGI bean to give Chewie a big fucking tongue kiss, like for too long. Uh, <laughs> and they like had to make Lupita Nyong'o like climb fucking Chewie. <laughs> Like a weird mocap suit. You would just pick her up. <laughs> um, no, it would be funnier if she climbed him. No Benicio del Toro. They just didn't. Yeah, even... I don't think they needed him though. They didn't, but it would have been nice to. Maybe he's fighting for the resistance because he's kind of oh, seen. Oh, just blow him up. He'd probably be a fucking imperial stooge at that point. They can just blow him up. Well, because then they kind of imply that he was like, maybe you'll win. I don't know. I don't. I just go with whoever he, pays me. Yeah, but he. Picked a, a side. That's you can true. Blow him up after that because he fucked he him pick, over. He did like, pick a side, yeah. God damn it. Um, God. Ryan Johnson's a fucking winner. I think he is. I think he is. I can't wait to hear what he says about did this. Did you see? Movie. He posted a picture of Kelly Marie Tran from the premiere and then put just like a, a crown. Like he just posted it where it's like clearly where he's just like, I am. I'm. It felt very much just like he's in her corner. Like yeah. I was just like, that's actually weirdly sweet and watch Knives Out because Knives Out is like the beginning of it I was like do I like this and then by the end of it I'm like I'm fucking locked in like it does stuff in a way where he's like wait why is that doing it like this like where he's like oh okay well 
I have all this information, but then, like, oh, wait, do I? <laughs> do I know anything? Um, and it's kind of, it's it's overtly sneaky about stuff where it's just like, oh, I didn't even realize I was gonna do this. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I cool. definitely want to see it. I probably I'll probably go this weekend or something. Um, who else? Who else? Uh, Kathleen Kennedy, loser, loser. fucking Carrie Russell, loser, but not her fault. Yeah. Most of most of the losers are not because of them as like performers Mark Hamill did it to himself he did oh for 100% and then his ghost version of himself also looked ridiculous and there was like room at the end where it felt like they were gonna put Adam Driver ghost yeah they left a little off to the side do you think Adam Driver's alive in Ray because he put his entire life force inside you and he's just like oh we're banging all the time (laughs) I don't know. And guess what, Ray? She's like, what is it? Oh, I'm sobbing wet. <laughs> oh, man. Dry him off. Oh, man. Uh, Babu Frank, big winner. Anakin Skywalker, loser. Hayden Christensen, winner. His sword got buried in the fucking sand. Mm. <laughs> He's never going to go get that. He's he hates the sand. Uh, Camel Lady. Winner. Winner. Uh, she's a highlight. Honestly, at the end. <laughs> Ray, we already said is she is she the lady when the when she's like scrubbing stuff? How did she get the tattooing? The lady that's true. You're the right. The lady you're from right, Jakku right. who's just scrubbing yeah. shit. Yeah, never mind. That's right. I forgot that they're totally different planets. Because fucking JJ. To be fair, to be fair. Um, sorry, I felt something. I licked it. It was weird. Um, <laughs> to be fair. Um, um. Weird thing, sorry. This episode uh, is finger looking good. It's, it's so fucking long, too. Uh, I don't know how we're going to wake this one up. But to be fair, the uh, space is mostly just desert rock planets. Like, right? Like, actually. Yeah. They're just planets with fucking nothing. Where it's like, all right. I guess. And then there's planets with just all lava. And then there's planets with just all forest. And there's planets with just all snow. There's one planet. That's a whole city. <laughs> like, then... God yeah, forbid sure. anything, like, remotely resembles Earth. <laughs> the Tanti 4 showed up, and I thought it was like. How is the Tanti 4 still like a thing? Is that the. The blockade runner. Oh, yeah. From. Remember that? Who's flying that? I don't even fucking remember. Fucking. Uh, Smith's friends? Jimmy Smith's? Jimmy Smith's. Speaking of, In the Heights looks great, and Jimmy Schmitz, he's singing. The shit. Yeah, he's singing. In the Heights. Got um, some pipes. Which uh, my buddy Russell, uh, who I work with, he keeps talking about the In the Heights trailer, and then he's like, Spielberg must be like, oh, fuck, <laughs> with his West Side Story, because In the Heights looks great and fun and energetic, and it's like, pretty much made by the right people. And yeah. It's like Steven Spielberg. West <laughs> Side Story. Yeah, also Allgore Center, right? Why did I break the tab off of this? I guess he, I don't remember. Uh, I still had seltzer in here, and I broke my tab off into the seltzer. I'm a fool. Um. Yeah, Zori Bliss. I wish was cooler, and it was also weird when Poe Dameron was just kind of like, "Well, you want to bang?" And she's like, "Who else do you think was banging?" That was actually a fun conversation. Ooh. I think I'm I'm gonna have to say Ray and Poe for sure were. I think Finn probably. Finn and Rose probably did, but I don't think it like I think they probably broke it off at some point. Palpatine clearly somebody. He's jizzing lightning into the sky. <laughs> he's fucking the, whole, the entire resistance. Think his plan was to fuck a bunch of spaceships. 
and create Jedi or Sith ships. Sure. I I mean, who do you think that would be kind of cool if Palpatine was really Plagueis? That's actually a really I fucking think he good was. idea. Because then it's implied that if his master was killed by his apprentice, and then if Palpatine wanted to get killed by somebody else to infect their body, then it, it's kind of implied it's that Sheev. Plagueis infected Sheev. Yeah. This is the Palpatine saga again. It's just <sighs> he's just not there for the like the chapters seven and eight because I never fucking planned on it that. Turned out he was there the whole time, moving pieces around the board. Did, is it canon that the Starkiller base was an Empire thing that they just um, no idea inhabited? I think it is. Like they didn't build it. I don't know. I could be or wrong. They dusted off planet again. That's an interesting idea where they stand on the. It's like if anybody gets nukes where it's like, well, you didn't buy these. Like, you, you didn't make, make these. And now mm-hmm. that people can make like worse versions of that based off the technology that's just there, it's almost like that. Yeah. Which is why I think, I mean, it's annoying that they just keep using Death Star tech as like a thing, but it does kind of make sense. It's such an afterthought when they blow up Kojima. In oh, this. yeah. I mean, it has no fucking impact. <laughs> Well, it's like, I mean, even in Force Awakens, they blow up the entire, uh, like six or seven they blow planets. up the whole entire star system, and it's like, okay, like. <laughs> and in this one, it's crazy, because we spent some time at that planet, but yeah. it's like, even the people who we know who were there, they got off. Yeah. Like, Babu Frank. We also, found out we got. Yeah, he's, he's good. All right. like, oh. Moaning hey, Myrtle. Hey. Moaning Myrtle is the voice of Babu Frank, which no is No fucking way. It's crazy. What That's if, insane. <sighs> Yeah, Harry Potter, dude. Um, Babu Frank talks like a baby, and then, to, like, as it progressively, it's just kind of like, droids ready! Like, it's like, oh, I guess you talk normal. Uh, um, what else? Uh, who else is fucking Babu Frick and uh, 3PO? Getting a little weird. R2 and 3PO. R2 and 3PO. Yeah, was my fucking. Yeah. Well, R- R2 did penetrate 3PO's. He's mine. Brained. Yeah. So. No, well, there, there's not enough, like, women, because then we know. Billy D might be fucking everybody. His daughter. Yeah. That's that was a weird scene. Why did they We can't talk about that enough. Where it's Why? Just like, where are you from? Let's find uh, out. No, let's find out. It's like what what was that? Who's getting which one of you is getting a Disney Plus show? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think is banging the um uh the we know Greg Grunberg is married to somebody. These Wedge and Tilly's daughter, I guess. Ooh, who's banging uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter? Oh, Billy, Billy, uh, Billy uh, bon- Dominic, Dominic Monaghan. Sure, big age difference there, but I guess the resistance is weird. Uh, <laughs> is there really? How old is Dominic Monaghan? He's probably in his thirties, right? Forties. But to quote Kelly, if you're in Star Wars world, why are you doing all this like just normie hetero shit? Like, why aren't you out there banging monsters? <laughs> Those are well, yeah. Why wouldn't you be banging monsters? I or mean, droids. Droids are probably well, just like Lando. They established that, and because well, he's a saying. sex addict. Lando just fucks, dude. He's the David Duchovny of space. <laughs> he's like he's fucking Hank Moody. He's fucking half of Venice Beach. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh boy! That, that's... Uh, one of my favorite lines in all of Star Wars is they cut to it's when uh, Lando and Han are talking about the when he's about to leave on to go to Endor and he's gonna take the Falcon back, mm-hmm. and it cuts back to Billy and he's like he's he, he's like here and then it just cuts back to him he's like would you just get away from here you pirate? 
He's like doing this weird like hand thing. It's just like so over the top. It's just like what did they just like tell him like bigger, bigger? Well, there's bigger. I never saw this. Mr. Sunday movies put this in one of his videos leading up to Star Wars where it was a blooper from Lando from Billy D and Jedi where he's just getting mad. He's like, I can't fucking do it. Like because it's him and like me and Noah pilot. He's like, we gotta get out of the start. I just, I just can't fucking do it. Like, so many words. Because there's so many words, and it's probably just a bunch of puppets and green screen, blue screen, and all this other shit. Like, where it's was Neandub like a puppet or like a guy? Because like Akbar wasn't a guy in a suit. He was just like Admiral Akbar's son is in this because they killed Admiral Akbar off screen, so they have to bring another Akbar in. Remember that? We didn't... <sighs> Who's fucking him? Yeah. Probably Rose. Rose moved on from Finn, and that's why he's probably kind of bummed. He's like, well, she's fucking Admiral Ackbar's big-eyed son. That's right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So that's his kid? Did they say that? Or is that just like... They do, and he's just like, my father can't propel forces of that magnitude. Shit. I forgot about that. There's so much shit in this fucking movie. Yeah, but that also is like a thing that just goes back on the last one. It's like you can't There's even, no finality in this fucking story. You Ackbar, you're going to bring in his son. You can't... It's not even like a force ghost thing. Like we knew Luke was gonna show up. Like we, we we knew it. Unfortunately, the way he did was horrible. I just I know I felt <laughs> fucking I was I was so uncomfortable during his scenes mainly because it was fucking wig. That so, wig was so bad. It's like all stringy. It's he looked like Jesus. Like that's what they were. It, it was like it was like combed over, and then like the rest of the hair fell. It was like emo. He looked emo. He had. Joseph Gordon-Levitt handoff to Bruce Willis and Looper hair in the shot where he does the handoff. Oh shit! Oh, Jesus I Christ. forgot about that. They when just... he's like, when he's like on the run and he has long hair. Yeah, it's like and the it's one like, sh- when they're like just balding. showing him. Yeah, yeah, where he's balding and it's like he's clearly too old to be doing that. And it's yeah. like right before he kind of reforms, where it's oh, like that looks so bad, but at least it's for a reason. Like, it thematically works, where it's like, he hasn't grown up yet. Yeah. Like, Alright, that makes sense. It's good. I'm trying it's to know what else it looks like. It looks like, um... It's gross. He just looks so weird. Yeah. There weren't even any good, like, the lightsaber fights. They were okay. I just didn't care. I was like, if you're gonna do this, just fucking go prequels and just go, like, crazy with the fucking acrobatics and well, stuff. Well, they do a lot of crazy jumps, which yeah. are really funny. Yeah. That shit was funny. I was laughing at a lot of that. Again, I was laughing at shit, and I shouldn't have been. I just, we just read. We're, for a read, right? We're three hours, 49 minutes in, bud. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. I need to move my car, too, I think. Or I think that's after six, or? It's six o'clock now. I don't think Does it so. end at a certain time? If you, there is a way to, to there's, if you go across the street, on the left-hand side, if there's any spots, it's, I, okay. I realized that after you came in, I was like, I should have just told you. Um, I knew, I knew there was a way, I just forgot, so. Anyway, um, let's just end it. We got <laughs> it's time for the Jedi to end, like, because we're just gonna reiterate so much shit. Like, yeah. you want to rebut? Please reach out to us. Uh, do we have an email? I was thinking about this. We should get like an email where people can write in, so we can do get get engaged. Yeah, I'll make an email. We should. We should attach it into the um, like episode description, maybe. Well, because um, also like, <sighs> bless you. If you thought last shot I was dumb, you're dumb. You're dumb. You fucking loser. If you um, thought this was good, you're. Dumb too. You're dumb, and I bet you liked Rogue One too. Um, um, yeah, this was a mess, like this episode. Um, 
But we had a lot of fun. This was fun. This, this was, was fun. this was worth suffering that movie. If we didn't pick up on any threads that we started and then kind of didn't eventually circle back to, which I think we eventually, I think we I think did we, okay. I kind of, I don't think we missed anything. Yeah, I talked about picking up my candy from the floor. I finished my some of the other threads, but like, I just. I thought the I thought the lightsaber duel through the force was kind of cool. When they have like the quick oh, yeah. that was cool. Well, I just wanted someone to walk by and see one of them doing it and be like, "What's going on?" It was really Oz because the dyad stuff just kind of like bring it back to normal, like bring it back to Earth, just like two stormtroopers, like exactly. And it looks like Kylo Ren's tearing up a room like he used to in Force Awakens. I, dig I don't that. know. I dig that. Like, call back to that. Yeah, I dig it. All right. Um, and for all you Trugden fans out there, uh, spread the word about Trugden. And if you want to share whatever he looks like to our Instagram or whatever, I don't, I don't fucking know. We'll set up an email. And, um, that probably is going to be one of our last steps of the year. I don't know if we ever want to do a year retrospective. We started doing that, but... I, Knives Out, maybe? I don't know. Go don't see know. Parasite if you haven't seen Parasite. I, I want to go see that, too. That's, that's my movie. Still. Yeah. Okay. And then, of course, cats. Um, Sean, if you ever end up seeing cats, I think we should do a fever dream episode. Oh, man. dude, I, I that's probably gonna be our next episode, realistically. Yes. Because <laughs> I think that's like a realistic thing for me to do. I'm that's just right. gonna get really weird and go see it. No, you should. Yeah. All my friends were wine drunk. And yeah. Stuff, so. Yeah. All right. Get fucked. Woo! All right. On that note. Uh, bye. Bye.